This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. I had my, uh, my, I had my fist clenched, right. my fist clenched, and I'm just staring at Billy Zane and, right. and like yeah, contemplating, like I was contemplating, like, do I gotta beat this dude's ass or do I want to fuck him? Come on out, everybody! Time to play. Hello. I mean, frankly, we've been counting on you, haven't we? The world needs more people like you, Mr. Roach. Thank you. You're welcome. Of course, you don't mind if we kill the others, do you? Hey, if it makes you feel good, do it. It makes you feel good, do it. Hi, I'm Candy, the final girl. Fuck this cowboy shit. Fucking hold down, pull it on weld in there, motherfuckers. All you had to do was give me the goddamn key. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. 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 And I'm Sean of the Dead. <laughs> God damn it. Get that pussy off the table. <laughs> <laughs> and if you couldn't tell by now, tonight's film is the 1995 Tales from the Crest movie Demon Knight, starring the luscious Billy Zane and the awesome <laughs> William Sadler. Uh, tonight's uh, guests are. Dave Gurman. My nipples are smoking. Ah. <laughs> Nico Nice. Geraldine, I never thought I'd say this, but I love you. you, you, you <laughs> me too. Uh, Rob, cinema drinky antiqueta. And the Via Con Diablos to you too, sir. <laughs> Yo, why uh, did, what, hold on, hold on, hold on. Why did I just sound like Virgil Mastercard from that episode of Family Guy? With the, no, no. Oh, yes. How do you do, sir? Mac, the all-star. All right. This property is hereby condemned. And... Yeah, finishing out my quote. That's awesome. Now see Mark. And we have a returning guest, Mike Scott from Atkins Undisputed uh, Podcast. Hi, Mike. Patty, no, this is me giving you the finger, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great quotes, everybody. Um, of course, I'm going to start this out because uh, I have another Candy's Awkward Celebrity Encounters story. Um, this is the same day that I met uh, Bruce Campbell and he embarrassed the shit out of me. We all know that story. Well, there's Billy Zane. Or at Horror Hound, I'm walking around, I'm completely humbled because, uh, you know, Bruce Campbell took me down, like, every peg. 
not on purpose. I don't think he's mean. It's just he think it was, he was being funny. I, I was just like <gasps> embarrassed. Anyway, so we're walking along, and there's a uh, Billy Zane's booth, and it's right next to his sister Lisa Zane. Ooh. You know, who was in Freddy's dad, whatever. And there was people at Lisa Zane's table, but there's Billy Zane standing there alone, away from his booth, like kind of in front of it. And he was like, angels were singing. There was a fucking glow from behind him. I swear to God, I stopped dead in my tracks. I was like, um, I need that. I want that. And he was like, what, you want a picture? And I'm like, yeah. And then, you know, my stepdaughter is a big fan of Titanic, so she's all excited. She's going to do the picture with me. So she just zooms over there, and it, if I was, we were probably about 30 feet away, maybe 40 or something, not that far away. And I'm, like, dead in my tracks, standing next to Sean, and I'm like, I don't think I can walk over there. And he was like, what? I'm like, my knees literally feel weak. And he was like, oh, my God, really? And I was like, I don't think I can walk it. What if I fall in front of him? Like, I mean, I've been embarrassed enough today. And the, so he was like, just go. And so I go there, and I'm going so slow to get in this picture. And poor Billy Zane's probably like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? <laughs> and I'm like walking, and I literally can't feel my knees. I can't feel them. And he is looking beautiful. I mean, just the head, you know, is all shiny. And, you know, this fucking, like, awesome bespoke, like, suit. And he smells so good. And he was just, like, I was, like, swooning, like, oh, Billy Zane. And so I get up to him, and I'm just, like, breathless. I'm like, hi, hi. And then we take the picture, and he's got, like, his hand on my lower back. And I'm just like, ugh. And then, like, afterwards, I, I was, like, swooning. I mean, this man, the charisma that you see in this film, and he has so much fucking charisma in in Demon Knight, is a thousand percent in person. I mean, you will be absolutely, like, humbled by his presence. Like, he's over there looking like a fucking snack, and he's a goddamn gentleman. I want to piggyback real quick. I'm going to piggyback on that. I mean, except for the whole looking like a snack part. But I actually (laughs) had a chance to honor with him in the front of... um, of the Crown Plaza at Cherry Hill when he was there with Lisa, his sister, and he was outside with, it was him, Lisa, his sister Lisa, and Rob Schneider. They were all outside, and um, my friend ran out, drunk as hell, and I'm like, yo, no balls, you won't go over and go ask them all for a photo. She was like, hold my beer. Went over, she's like, can I get a photo with you guys? Rob Schneider was like, no, we're off the clock, thanks. And Billy Zane was like, yeah, I'll fucking take a picture, come on, like, what are you, like, like, what are you doing, dude? And like, I kind of jumped on the back. You could barely see, but I'm in the picture <laughs> with with them. But um, yeah, he was he, like really chilling. He, that, like, he, oh yeah, he he's full, that charisma. full charisma and like a total gentleman. Absolutely. Like a oh like a total God. class act. Like a total. Like actually, the next time I I see him, like I would like to like actually have a conversation with him. I hopefully I'll find words the next time I meet him. I was just like I swear to God I thought I was gonna faint. Like it was like some old school Victorian England. Like oh, Regency romance. Him holding me on the cover of like a romance novel shit. And he was like, Do I have to beat Billy Zane's ass? I'm like, yeah. I don't know, man. Shout out, shout out to Sean as as he listens intently as his oh, wife right. talks about it. He was there. He knows the all of this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he was, I was there. And I, was, yeah. I had my uh, my I had my fist clenched. Right. I had my fist clenched and I'm just staring at Billy Zane right. and like yeah, contemplating like I was contemplating like do I gotta beat this dude's ass or do I wanna fuck him? <laughs> you can't look him in the eye like Prince. I mean, yeah. I was like fainting. <laughs> can't feel my knees. I thought that shit was made up in books. But anyway, uh, Dave. Well, I was hoping we would get to Billy Zane right off and 
talk about the elephant in the room, uh, which is his performance in Titanic. Uh, mm. I, I want—I was curious what you all thought of that. And my question is: so, is Billy Zane a good actor, or does he get by on his charisma? Because he is one of those actors who looks like he always smells good, like you said. He just—he he has. He has so much charisma and he's so handsome. But so is he a good actor? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. I, 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 I needed some ba- uh, some background on that because all I can think of is. But he's uh, a great bad guy. Is Titanic? Yeah. yeah. He. I guess he does. He's. He does. He's a great good guy when too. He gets to be the bad guy. Yeah. He's a great he's good a, guy too. He was in yeah. the Phantom. Yeah, the Phantom. I, I I watched that just for him. Well, Tree Williams is great in that too. Well, yeah. Am I wrong that he was terrible in, in Titanic? I'm not wrong about that, right? No. Yeah, he was, uh, yeah. He was a he was a phenomenal yeah. schmuck in Titanic. <laughs> phenomenal <laughs> schmuck, like. But I I, I kind of want to piggyback off that real quick before like I actually talk about the movie with um Billy. I've always thought, and maybe Rob, hopefully Rob and, and Mac agree with me, and everybody in the on the panel agrees. Um, I always felt like it was a missed opportunity on DC's part to not have Billy Zane play Lex Luthor. In a yes. Superman oh, movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've always thought that he 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 honestly even now still I can, I could see him playing Lex Luthor in in a Superman movie. I think he would be like the quintessential and perfect casting for Lex yeah. Luthor. Yeah, he would he would have been, been a fantastic Lex. It, it, I I kind of think that's probably why he hasn't been cast cuz it's almost too easy to cast him as Lex. You know? But he'd be perfect. Why not do he it? He would be completely perfect for that. It's almost too easy, like you know, like nah, you know, you want to go we with somebody. We have a hot, charismatic Lex Luthor. Come on. Yeah. I would have preferred him over Kevin Spacey or fucking Jesse yeah. Eisenberg. Well, yeah, I, I, Jesse yeah, Eisenberg was a train wreck. Well, I like Eisenberg. It was Spacey the one that was like, what the fuck, dude. Spacey always creeped me out, but no, well, you also work. like Batman versus Superman, but that's for another another yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's another fight. Yeah, it's another fight. Yeah, it's another fight. <laughs> yeah. I like fight. the movie too. It was okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. As we're going into Billy Zane, and uh, I know Mike will uh, jump in with me on this uh, too. Uh, as Billy Zane, the, the, this movie's uh, love, the love for this movie rests purely on the shoulders of Billy Zane. Like Billy Zane is. The reason why, like, everybody loves this movie. But uh, I would just like to, you know, to give all kudos and respect to the unsung hero in this movie. And that's Mr. William fucking Sadler. Yes. 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 I was going to bring yes. that up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. William, William Sadler is absolutely. F- I, I, I rewatched it. For what the is he back. bad in? I mean, he's great never. in everything. Never. Nothing. Never. Nothing. Yeah. He's, like, he's he, he is. Yeah, he's he is really fucking Jack of all trades. When you think about like his roles and everything he's done, fucking Colonel Stewart and Die Hard Two, he he was Death in uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, which yes. is one of the greatest fucking movies that's ever made, and I say that in all seriousness. Thank you. <laughs> Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey is one of the greatest fucking movies ever made. Uh, you know, amazing soundtrack I, I, that will come up soon. Amazing I, soundtrack. I, I will die on that hill, and uh, of course this and um. <laughs> Another another underrated favorite of mine, uh, disturbing behavior, which he's fantastic in. Billy uh, Bill Sadler is just absolutely fucking phenomenal. He's phenomenal in this. Dude. Like you know, they always say that movies, like you know, a hero's only as good as his villain. But you know, it kind of goes the other way too. You know what I'm saying? As like the the way Billy Zane, he he knows he's in like you know fucking silly shit, so he plays it. For the silliness, you know, he's over the top, but he's fantastic at playing the over the topness. Whereas Sadler is playing it absolutely 100% straight, 
and which he's works. Just, yeah, which is absolutely amazing. Like the dignity he gives this role, you know, like when he's telling them the story of how this all began, you know, like in the beginning, you know, and, and he just he's just giving it everything and just I, I just gotta give it to William Sadler, you know, unsung hero of this movie, absolutely the the boss. Oh, I always give him credit for this film. Um, him and Billy Zane really just make it. Uh, Mike. Yeah, just two things. One, on Billy Zane, if you're questioning whether Billy Zane's a good actor, you need to see Dead Calm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, God. yeah. I was hoping we'd bring that up, yeah. Yeah, because that'll put any questions. I think he is an actor that needs a good director. Not that Cameron's not a good director, obviously. I'm not going to say he's sacrilege on here, but I don't (laughs) think he really cared about directing Billy Zane in that movie. He had way more things on his mind but if you watch him in dead calm i think that puts it all to rest and yeah rob i got your back on sadler and especially because he so rarely gets to play the just the straightforward actual hero right movies like this is one of the few times where he's like just the straightforward hero and he nails it in this movie he's so fucking good in it yeah definitely the Mm -hmm. trespass is another one i forgot to bring up trespass oh my god yes movie He's really Holy shit. I haven't seen that in forever, you know. Yeah, that it's a line great the, fucking movie. Yeah, that line, gold, it's all about gold. You know what I'm saying? It's so fucking fantastic. I'm gonna review that later tonight for Letterbox. Follow my Letterbox account at Cinema Drunkie at the Cinema Drunkie on Letterbox. You literally review everything. <laughs> uh, I read them. I read them. Uh, thank you, thank Dave. And uh, yeah, so back, uh, talking about William Sadler, yeah, he was uh, he was my one of my favorite things in uh, The Mist because his character has an actual arc. He starts yes. off this cut, but he he gets to deliver the best line when uh, when the the one actor that came there, her name smacks uh, Mrs. Carmody. He's like, oh, it's okay for you to hit her, but I can't. It's like the best line. The way he delivers that <laughs> in The Mist is so great. Oh. He, the, and his character has an actual, yeah, great arc in that movie, um, yeah. which shows off his his acting chops. Plus, he was the the main villain in Die Hard 2. Yeah, which, yeah, uh, he was which, Colonel Stewart. Colonel Stewart, which was was uh, fantastic. Uh, he was great in that too. So yeah, uh, great them. Oh, and I wanted to talk about uh, Jada. You know, this oh, is like yeah. I don't yes. think this was her very first movie, but this is certainly the first thing no, that no. I ever remember her being. This in. was her breakthrough film. And and you so. can tell. Uh, she just um, shines on the screen whenever she's in this. You could tell she was going to be a star. Um, you know, uh, to, to, honestly, Candy, I would probably say Breakthrough would probably be uh, Jason's lyric more, more or, than or, or in, a, in a different world. Set it off. I was thinking of set it off. Yeah, there you go. I was thinking, you know, but it was really it after off. this film, because you got to think, this was 1995. Yeah, it was, it was really later. after this film that she really started getting the big roles, if you and, think about it. And and uh, it was it was due to uh, Ernest Dickerson, the director, that she got the role because the studio originally wanted Cameron Diaz. And I read that. I couldn't. I was that. like, I, yeah. I can't. I can't picture that at all. And he fought yeah. for uh, he fought for Jada in the role, and uh, you know, it, he he knew best and shit because she's great in the movie. She is. So what, would Cameron have played? Would Cameron Diaz have played it like a girl out of prison? You know, some was that the way she was going to play it? Yeah, and it would not have worked. It would not have worked. Not at that point in her career, especially, but even now. Like, it's just not her image. She can't She can't do that. She's not her kind of thing. She's. I don't think she's the best actress in the world anyway. 
Sorry if I offend and anybody even, with that. Even in the um, the novelization for the book, like Geraldine is written written as a white woman, a white blonde woman in the script. Oh wow! Yeah, because yeah. I, I actually read the novelization when it came out because that, that's how much I loved this movie when it came out. But yeah, Geraldine is written as a white blonde woman, and so I can I can kind of see why the Cameron Diaz um thing was happening because it was this was what right after the mask, right? Yeah. 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 Right after. Yeah, she was red hot after that. Yeah, I just, I'm glad it was Jada. Yeah, yes, have, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Jada absolutely is, was perfect. Uh, I can't see anybody else other than her. Well, since we're talking about uh, the actors, I'd just like to throw in uh, Thomas Hayden Church. Sam, <laughs> yes. man. Rooch. He is, he is the, the comedic relief in this, and, uh, yeah. and you know, other than Billy Zane. But... <sighs> He, his character, I, Candy and I were talking about this earlier, he always plays like this doofy, like even in his like serious roles, he comes off as like this doofy dude. Um, and I was telling Candy about one of, one of my favorite films with him in it, uh, Killer Joe, if you if you guys are familiar with it, with Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Such a good fucking yeah. movie. Love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was a, a, a delight in this film. I mean... Is the guy that you kind of? He was such a douche, but you love to hate him, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm rem- I'm reminded of um, there's a a, a YouTube channel um, by a like a YouTuber Brandon Tenold, and he did a review of this movie and uh, the scene where he's getting on Breaker. He's like, yeah, you've been doing a good job trying to keep a safe Breaker. He says, says the guy who's dressed like fucking Danzig. <laughs> <laughs> Now I rewatched this and that's all I thought of every time I fucking saw Thomas Hayden Church on screen. <laughs> he looks like fucking <laughs> Stan. Dan- <laughs> well, and he sets up another great Billy Zane line when he's like, well, we were kind of counting on you, actually. <laughs> right before you <laughs> Yeah, that is a good line, yeah. So I remember seeing this in, in when I was in high school. This We went opening night. It was me, my, my sister, and a couple of friends. We went... And it was completely sold out, and people were reacting like as expected to, to the film. But I think when this particular scene happened, I think it was like all bets are off. Was when the the collector, uh, Billy Zane's character, punches poor John Shuck through the through the head, <laughs> through, through the face, but it was and the fist comes out from the other side. Yes, it was. But that, that, but but people, I, I don't think people were really expecting that to happen in that movie because you know as much as we all you know grew up on tales from the crypt and it was still pretty much a hot property at that time yeah. even though it was kind of losing its, its steam by that point a little bit um and while there was like some gore and violence like on the show it wasn't i think to that effect so when that happened and when um i forget cch pounder's character i forget her name in the movie irene um irene, irene when she loses her arm like i think people started realizing like this was like a balls out what what they what they kind of wanted to do on the show but but couldn't only because they were kind of bound by like what what the comics had had done at the time when they were adapting and this was probably such an, an original um idea that they they weren't expecting and, and people were like hooting and hollering and like loving this and especially you know billy zane's performance they they were loving and the fact that like i know just like Rob and, and Mac, like we're, we're urban kids. Like I grew up on Jada Pinkett on a different world. Yeah. So like to I me, for me to see her, right. And for me to see her, I was like, oh sh- shit. I'm like, and, and she's a fucking hero in the end. Yeah. Yes. 
Totally. She's Which, our final that, girl. That, that was also unheard of at that time. Uh, yeah, but then she kind of she kind of takes it to the next step, and it was like that was unheard yes. of at that time. You know, awesome. which which I, I I thought you know, and this was, I, I I guess really more was more the experience of seeing it in a theater with a bunch of people because that actually made this movie more special. Was seeing it with with a group that had that we had no idea what to expect, and then the movie unfolds before our eyes, and we just had a blast watching this. <laughs> now, if I can uh, get nerdy for a second, um, you guys know that I don't get into comic books or superheroes, but with the exception of where I will go hardcore on Tales from the Crypt, especially in the 50s um, shit, the, I love that. It, it inspired my writing. I have a whole... I have like a couple articles on my blog about the old EC comics. My shirt is old EC comics, the Axe Hadding scene, which is one of the things that got it, uh, the comics code in place. Um, and and the bow that I'm wearing is made also with the Axe Beheading scene. But EC comics, uh, they did uh, Tales from the Crypt, Vault of Horror, Haunts of Fear, and I'm really really big into those. So when I heard there was a Tales from the Crypt movie, and I was I did watch the show. Um, when I heard there was a movie coming out, I was so fucking excited because I just, that's the only comics I ever liked. And my mom had all the old 50s ones, so I read those and I would write my own versions and shit when I was a kid. That's how I started writing was that and Stephen King. But AC Comics were so important to me, so I really liked that this, and, and, and I have to go ahead and just throw out the gauntlet. This is the only good Tales from the Crypt movie. Mm, Bordello Blood can eat my ass, okay? It's, no, uh, see, <laughs> I don't know about all that. Oh, no, uh, no, Bordello Blood <laughs> sucks ass. I'm sorry. I kind of I like Bordello Blood. <laughs> I love Bordello Blood. I like yeah. them both. I like, I mean, Demonized the better of the two. Yeah. But Bordello Blood is very entertaining. Yeah. And, and the is. fact that no, it put, it's that it put, that it put. He needs to be sunk in the ocean. Granted, I was going to say, it's and less I, entertaining I, with Dennis cat. Miller now than it was. Right, and I'm sure a lot yeah. of us know the story about how that all came about, how he pretty much, like, hijacked, like, the whole shoot with, with his demands, with the money, and, and all that other bullshit. But everybody else is legitimately having a good time, and it's also kind of brilliant that they put Chris Sarandon and Corey Feldman, two people known from for two 80s iconic yeah. uh, vampire movies, and flipped it on them in this movie. I just, so I, I kind of dig that, too. Okay. There are people who like Bordello Blood. I was really disappointed in it. And I'm, I'm saying, like, when you put it, it's like putting it next to Demon Knight, though. It looks like shit. Well, of course. So yeah, I but... went into it with high expectations. Demon Knight shut the bar so high, and Bordello Blood was like, what? It was disappointing. Anyway, uh, Matt, let's hear from you. I watched this religiously growing up, but usually in my house with maybe my sisters. So, you know, or if Rob, like not really a lot of people. So being able to go see it in the theater with like a bunch of your friends, like uh, crew went out also made it a little special that I remember I almost got the stars tattooed in my hands. I was like, oh, that's a sick tat. I want to do awesome. it. Crazy. Thank God I didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> when I was watching this for uh rewatching it for the purpose of discussion the old man in the beginning tells a joke while he's sipping on some liquor because it's raining he's like god must be thinking probably i should have just left it with the monkeys i found that funny then and i found it funny now because with how crazy this world is i bet the man said this like damn maybe i could have left it to the animals but yeah, like I think what Nico was saying was right, like how the movie structure played out. Yeah. 
Um, Dave. I was thinking about how um, to get ready. I watched this movie just yesterday to get ready for the podcast, and I hadn't seen it in years. And the one scene that I did remember from seeing it years ago was the head-punching scene. The first, like, ten minutes of this movie, it's sort of – you start to think, okay, maybe this isn't – I mean, it's you know it's Tales from the Crypt. You know it's called Demon Knight. But you start to think maybe this is going to be like a crime, you know, thriller because you've got a cop chasing a, a, a an ex- looks, you think an escaped convict or a criminal. You think it's going to be that, and then when that head punch comes, you're like, okay, now this is what I thought it was going to be. It's like game yeah. fucking on right there. And, yes. uh, I just that's that that's such a great uh, <laughs> such a great effect. And then he pulls off the head and he's got an assist and he's whacking the other guy in the head with the head. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, it's so great. Uh, Nico. Well, I kind of just wanted to um, continue on with uh, some of the similarities between this and, and I don't want to say similarities, but like the, the goddamn key is in both movies, Candy. Yeah. I know that. It, it, it plays a part in both. They're connected by that key. This is just like the Astray and Creep Show. This doesn't make it good. But no, seriously, all, all, all bullshit aside, I mean, this is this is really the better of the two. Yes. Clearly, by leaps and bounds. Um. I mean, I know this did well enough that they obviously did the, you know, the, the second story with, with Bordello of Blood. Um, I personally would have liked to have seen a little more of like what would have happened at the end after Jada gets on that bus. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing like what yeah. what could have happened. I, I think now, you know, with everything getting remade and this is like the remake culture now that we're in, um, I wouldn't mind if they were to kind of pick up and and you know the story now because I mean obviously she's still around kicking oh, demons' asses, you know that. You know, the only thing is, I, I think, like, the, aren't, like, the rights, like, a huge issue right now? Like, isn't that why, like, Tales from the Crypt anything is, like, kind of hard to come by now? I believe so. This is why that, uh, the revival never got off the ground. The right, the yeah, well, Shyamalan, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That was gonna, yeah. yeah. And I, I think, isn't this the reason why the, the Blu-ray set never came out? Remember it was announced and, like, then it got pulled or, or something? Yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, it's even pulled on Voodoo. Like, I, I tried to to buy like the season i only have the first two on voodoo and i went to go buy the rest and they're they're gone completely and it's it's something with the rights issue i'm not even luckily sure, like, my daughter is. has managed to procure almost every season so i got the first two so i'm good we got the first maybe i think we had like got almost all of them actually now that i think of it so yeah um rob no um we were talking about uh uh uh, you know, actors like we we did give credit to Billy Zane and of course William Sadler, but uh, the the rest of the cast is great. Um, I did I particularly wanted to shout out uh, CCH Pounder as Irene. Uh, mm-hmm. I love I love her. Of course, she was a lieutenant on the the Shield, which is a, a big time favorite of me and Mac. Um, but uh, I, I also wanted to you know she 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 has one of my favorite moments when uh the which is uh well. Two two of my favorite moments, which was uh, Mike's quote, the with when she raises up the nub that <laughs> where her <laughs> arm used to be, and also uh, when she pulls the grenades. Uh, yes. Which is, yeah. Supper time. <laughs> yeah. Supper time. Right. Don't even get me started with that though. The bullshit. Of <laughs> All right, the Mac. Mac. Uh, there was six. That explosion was bullshit. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know. I, I know. Mac was gonna have a big fucking problem with that. <laughs> It was, Sometimes it was. We have to just suspend our disbelief a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah but she's, she's <laughs> I mean, absolutely dude, fantastic. Uh, Mac, it's a, it's a movie called Demon Knight. Like, what did you, <laughs> Tales from the Crypt, what did you expect was going to happen? I get it, man. 
Yeah, it, it should have. <laughs> there was six grenades going off. It should. It should have definitely been a bigger boom I than just the that. fucking the trap door just yeah. going. You know. Uh, actually, you know who also was unimpressed by that. Not to dispel you, but six grenades in real life wouldn't have been a bigger boom. In fact, that boom was actually too big for that many grenades. So, yeah, okay. so there you go, Matt. You, you know, they, they bumped it up for you. You know, you well, know who else would have been? Rob in that, you know who else would have been? I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Sean. Well, I was just going to say, Rob, in that, in that scene with the uh, where she pulls grenades, her and Deputy Bob, um, it, almost like a like a throwback to Aliens with yeah. Vasquez, and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I thought that was pretty that, cool. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I always, I always think of Aliens when I see that scene. So, yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I just, I love CCH Pounder, and every time she shows up in something, she's definitely got, she's definitely the best thing about fucking RoboCop Three. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Like Robocop. I had 3. no idea there was a Robocop 3. There's a Robocop 3. <laughs> oh, yeah. At, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and forget I mentioned it because Robocop 3 oh, yeah. is a fucking oh, yeah, atrocious. Yeah. Ninjas but, and jetpacks, ass. Rob. Ninjas and jetpacks. Ninjas. Oh, shit. I need to go watch it now. <laughs> right, right, right. But, uh, but uh, she, she's definitely the best thing about it. When she gives the whole speech about the, them fighting for the home, if you don't tell me how fighting for our homes is worth it, I want you to tell me what the hell is. And, like, you know, she means every fucking word of that. And it's like, yes. Just, you know, this is actors giving all, all their all to fucking roles that would seem beneath them in any other capacity. Like, uh, you know, like this, you know, like like I was saying about Bill Sadler earlier, you know. He's talking about creation and the, the beginning and Jesus. And, you know, he's just giving everything to, like, you know, the contrast with Billy Zane, who's obviously, he knows he's in a silly fucking horror movie and shit. And he's playing it all the <laughs> For what it's worth, but you know, like, like I know we. This has been a subject that we've talked about for a long time, where it's like actors giving their all in roles and like not getting the respect they deserve. Like it goes all the way back to. I mean, I wasn't there for the, that discussion, unfortunately. But um, when we was talking about Tony Collette and uh, Hereditary, yes, and, uh, and just being extraordinary, you know, performances <sighs> and just you know them getting the shaft. I mean, the horror community, you know, recognizes that, but like, you know, Academy, we're not going to pay attention to that. Matter of fact, um, going back to something William Sadler, I mentioned Disturbing Behavior. Uh, James Marsden in Disturbing Behavior is absolutely fucking fantastic. And there's a deleted scene where he's talking about the suicide of his brother, how his brother committed suicide. And it's fucking amazing. And like his performance is great, but like it's a deleted scene because the suits fucking studio looked at it. It's like, yeah, this could come out. And that's the bullshit that we got to deal with, you know, in fucking horror movies. It's just like, they could look at an amazing performance like that. Like, yeah, you know, take that out. This is bullshit. This is why I like Romero, because he didn't let the suits tell him what to fucking do. Right, right, Never right. Romero's king. Right, he that's why, like to be his own boss. That's why you got John uh, Pilato fucking going off. Did I say oh, Joe? Okay. Joe. My bad, my Joe, bad. Joe, Joe Pilato. The liquor's kicking. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, if I can jump in just really quick, I just want to uh, make a comment, and I'm going to pass it on to Mike. Um, this came out uh, when uh, I was 14 years old, and it came out on a Friday the 13th on purpose in January, so it just had an anniversary. Um, but uh, being 14, um, and, you know, your hormones are raging, and you start to think, you know, Boys or girls or whatever your your preferences is cute, and so Billy Zane, you know he's the bad guy, going. and I'm always like, 
And I'm always like, you know, all about the good guys because I'm just like one of those people like, oh, I'm just so good, whatever. But I just like this bad guy and he was so hot and it just made this impression on me. And I talked about this with uh, uh, Dracula as well because it was just like, you know, a, a couple years before. And it was very impressionable at that age to so just form this huge attachment. And, and, and I think when we kind of fall in love a little bit, and at that age, whatever we think love is, you know, or these crushes that we have, it, it kind of makes, it endears these films to us so that we will overlook any fucking flaw. You know what I mean? Like, so, so this is such an impressionable age. I was, you know, a freshman in high school and the soundtrack was fucking amazing. It was really heavy. And, you know, it just had everything I fucking wanted, you know, and I was, I'm usually like a really serious horror film type person like, except for stuff like Dead Alive or whatever but usually I was like in you know, Romero thought pieces or whatever but you know this was fun and it was it came out at the perfect time in my life so it, nothing will ever tarnish it it's it's so I, that's the one thing about nostalgia when it does hold up it fucking holds up yeah. been a long time since I've been 14 let me tell you okay uh, Mike <laughs> so uh, I just wanted to shout out because Rob was mentioning you know actors who always give it their all in genre Ethan Hawke is the king of that. That motherfucker gives everything in every genre movie he's ever been in, just like that one that Rob's holding up. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, But so my reason for going to see this was A, I watched the show and thought it looked cool. But at this point, I was also all the fuck in on Ernest Dickerson because dude had come off of Juice, he had come off of Surviving the Game. Spike Lee's cinematographer. Like, I saw his name. I was like, a Tales from the Crypt movie from this motherfucker? I am there day one. And you know what? Dickerson kills it in this movie. For the budget that he's working with, this thing looks beautiful. Uh, For a siege movie, he manages to get the most out of the budget. The, The building is... I hate this cliche, but the building's almost like a character in and of itself. And I, I would just, agree. I think he's just, he does such a fucking fantastic job directing this movie that I think that's one of the reasons that it holds up so well. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Uh, Nico. So if we're shouting out um, actors in this movie, um, there's, there's, there's a couple I'd like to give like quick little, um, Number one, I love the fact that John Larroquette shows up right in the beginning as a cameo. <laughs> yes. I, listen, I mean, it's no secret. I, I love John Larroquette. I, I've we since the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yes. Because he, he does the narration. But, like, I've always liked John Larroquette. I've always thought he was funny because he's such a dry person. Yes. That I it love works. Him on it Nancourt. works. Right. As Dan Fielding, as, like, the womanizer. Like, he was perfect. He was still dry <laughs> as hell on there. Mm-hmm. And and it works. So you know that was cool that he was like, yeah, I'm gonna show up for this one. Kind of like when Whoopi shows up in Bordello of Blood, yeah. right. doing a favor for somebody. I don't know who. Um, <laughs> um, second, I definitely want to give like a quick um to the to the great Dick Miller because I don't think yes. he gets um I don't think he gets enough credit. I had the chance to meet that man once. Um, very very sweet old man. I I kind of felt bad because he didn't know like what was going on when I met him. Oh. Um. But he was, but he was so nice, like super, just like super friendly and very accommodating. But um, Uncle Willie is probably has one of the greatest scenes in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> when when um when Billy Zane's character, the collector, like kind of entrances him, thinking he's surrounded by like this bevy of uh, you know, we're gonna use an '80s term, like bodacious babes here that are like just yeah. you know, titties all out and 
whatnot, yeah. and you know, I yep. that's that's one of my probably one of my favorite scenes in that movie well, for obvious reasons because I'm a dude. Um, wait, wait, hold on. Well, no, as, I know, as, but I mean, just <laughs> as <laughs> Rob was just about to say, it's Casey Lane is one of them. Yeah, yeah, the, the Lane, yeah, I, yeah. Yep. Which is a name I had not heard of or thought of in a very long time, but uh, it did bring back memories as soon as I saw her. Oh yeah. <laughs> or did it bring? Or or did it bring back memories? Most <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, But no, I I just love the fact that like you know we have Billy Zane, there's William Sadler, um, Thomas Hayden Church, Jada Pinkett, well before she was Smith and had entanglements. Um, let's see. Um, yeah. CCH Pounder, even John Shuck is great, and I I I always liked John Shuck, even when he was on different strokes when he played the fucking the, the busboy at the restaurant that Arnold used to hang out at, and even seeing him as the new Herman Munster, like I don't know people shit on that, but I mean as a kid in the '80s it was cool to kind of see like that happen, and he did the character pretty much justice as much as he could. I mean he wasn't Fred Gwynn, but what are you gonna do? Um, but the fact that like Dick Miller kind of stands out on his own says a lot when i mean in reality there's a lot of act like powerhouse like actors in this even charles fleischer roger rabbit's in this movie you know yeah and you know dick Dick miller kind of almost almost steals the movie from from billy zane in a lot of ways because he's such a great character as uncle willie i love that character yeah uncle willie's awesome um sean uh, well, I just wanted to to throw in. I know we've been talking about actors a lot and stuff, uh, Candy, but you you brought up the soundtrack, and I just wanted to to throw down that this is one of the great film soundtracks. I know we've talked about the Crow, except for uh, the filter being an amazing, song. Except oh. you know, and yeah, and that's the thing. The, the filter song has been like jammed down my throat and yeah, up my exa- ass. Exactly, Mike. That's it's what I'm saying. every orifice on my body. <laughs> that doesn't make it not a great fucking song. Like, exactly. <laughs> True. True. I'm with Mike. I'm with Mike. Oh, I'm with, I'm with I'm Mike. Mike. I've never liked I it can't. to begin with, and then they shoved it down my throat, and then I was I can't like, stand ugh. That song. It's still a fucking That's awesome song, though. It's still a fucking no, awesome no, song. It's not. It's not your wrong. Listen, I love the fact that fucking Gravediggers are on the fucking soundtrack, too. That's okay. that's exactly what I was gonna say. With with that's with one eight hundred suicide. I I love that, that yeah. that's on there. I will. Um, <laughs> sorry, John. Go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I just wanted to to start a conversation about the soundtrack. That's all. And well, obviously okay. pissing people off. So. <laughs> well, you and I at least are in agreement. But I think we're the ones that listen to the heaviest music, and we uh, are a little bit more well equipped to exactly make Matt. a judgment. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So we listen we listen to heavy music like my favorite Pantera song Cemetery Gates is on the soundtrack. Uh, there's uh, the Megadeth uh, Diadems which is amazing. Get it, um, man. Get it. Get it. I see your wheels turning. Get it, man. Get it. And uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm uh, just Minister's saying I listen to some pretty heavy stuff. Don't let the skin color. Uh, <laughs> my mom I never thought so you did. I do get down with the heavy shit. I don't judge yeah, yeah. That. Yeah. People think just because I'm a white girl, I don't listen I, to rap. Like, what? I mean, you said it. You said we listen to the most. Nah, I'm up there with y'all. I got you. I know uh, what you're saying. Nah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's yeah, what I said. Yeah. said when you, that's why I said, Kenny, you said that shit. I knew, I saw Max Wheels well, okay. turn right there. I knew well, that see, motherfucker. Mac and I don't <laughs> talk about music, but Sean and I talk about music every day. 
So I didn't but know, you know that what? about Mac. Okay. That's, that's good to know, Mac, because now I can't, I don't have to just send you movie ideas. I can send we're you gonna some send you music. music. Yeah. I want to send you camps. We're going to send you misfits. We're going to send you yes, yes, We're going to send you all the shit. Yeah, Kenny's the one that got you into misfits. Kenny's the one that got you into misfits. Like, Rob, what, what song did I literally. Hot. What Rabbit? song did I just tell you the other day was my favorite Misfits song? So oh, yeah. <laughs> I also am with Mac on this one. You don't know what I listen to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I wasn't trying to judge anybody at all. I'm just saying, Sean and I, we live together because we're married. And, I, meant, um, I meant to tag you in that, Candy, because I was like, oh, see, look, M- Mike is talking about Misfits too and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, saw, we saw Misfits on their reunion tour, uh, which was awesome oh, with fans like, uh, uh, yeah. back are you fancy, huh? concerts. But uh, we, uh, you know, we. I, I, I unfortunately had. If I have to pick something, it's be metal and punk. I, I unfortunately have Michael Graves at my at my horror con when. Oh fuck him! Yeah. What a piece yeah. of shit! I'm sorry. Well, this this was this was back. Who gives a shit? Oh, that's the worst. You're covering that. We say fucking everything else on this show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just it, it came out without me acknowledging that it was coming out of my mouth. It was no inner. Oh, no, who gives a shit? I, like, oh, I mean, oh, shit. I listen. I, I listen. Here's, here's 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 what I'll say about Michael Graves with this, and I'll I'll move on to you know we'll move on to the next thing. But I, I will say he was very respectful when he was at my con. Um, didn't give us a hard time. He was very quiet, honestly. So I don't know. I know that there's a little bit of controversy with him for oh, some yeah. reason. I don't know. I'm gonna I don't know. I just right. And I but you know I. I've listened to the Misfits before. I don't think I've heard the Michael Graves era Misfits. I think it was the previous Misfits when they were the when, when they were good. Fucking song by him so. with Misfits. And he only really did one album. But I will say this about Michael Graves. Here's the controversy, and it was just it was recent in the last couple of years. Uh, I think it was last year that it happened. And he posted on his Instagram that he was a proud, you know, sexist. And he was proud misogynist and women belong in the kitchen and barefoot and pregnant and they're inferior to men. Oh. Men need to keep them in line. And, you know, it talks about gun toting. You know, you know where I'm going oh with this. God. And I was like, you can go fuck yeah. yourself, you piece of shit. I yeah, said, he's, I actually, gone, he's gone. Sorry, Candy. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I, he's gone yeah. full Trump, full Q. I mean, yeah. he's he's like full yeah. Q guy. Uh, and, and, and uh, just a blatant woman hater. I mean, it literally comes right out and says it. And I'm like, I will never, ever listen to the one fucking album with only one good song that you did with Mrs. You can fuck off. And his whole career, whatever is left of it, since he's not in Mrs. anymore, thank goodness. Um, you know, that can fuck off too. And he built it off of just stealing from Misfits anyway. He does it. He still keeps up this whole like fucking persona. And you know what? If you're a woman hater, fuck you. I don't no, care who you are. Agreed. agreed. Candy. No, Candy, you got to give him your seal of approval. What is he? He's a motherfucker. There we go. Uh, <laughs> and there I told him go. off on Instagram. I, I don't, he, maybe he blocked me. I hope he did. Fuck him. Uh, Dave. 100%. I'm just glad. So I'm listening, uh, just watching this movie, and um, 
I'm just glad that I'm not the only one in the room who actually likes that filter song. <laughs> I like that yeah. song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dave. Yeah, Dave. Uh, uh, but I'm but I'm an old white guy. But the thing about um, <laughs> well, hey, 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 Mac is black and I'm Puerto Rican and we love the fucking shit out of that song. Uh, yeah, I love that. That song. That song. Hi. I like it over here too. That song is like that song is like Bohemian Rhapsody when that part comes on. You, if you're driving, you just start fucking. <laughs> you just fucking start. But the I other thing is, about I, the, I wanted to say something about the Misfits. And I'm not that familiar with the Misfits, but I have recently found myself to be single again. And so I've been, since because of COVID, I've been online sort of, you know, meeting people. And it's <laughs> uh, it's always the most fucked up girls who send me Misfits songs to sing, to listen to. They're like, <laughs> yeah, what they're do like, say about me? Because I've sent you songs. <laughs> they're like, oh, you got to listen to Helena. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> no, I would not steer you that way. I have steered you in the way of the correct, which is like Earth AD, Walk Among Us. And I was, am I a fucked up girl? I, you know what? I, I cannot speak to that. But let me just say, in my own defense, I like, I like the I like the fucked up girls. In my own defense. <laughs> well, you know, we have our certain charms. Yes. Um, but I did, I did get uh, Robin to Misfits. Yeah. Yeah. And we exchanged dancing jugs, but we gotta get off this dancing. Yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta say, I gotta say, rock music forever. Right. No, let me let me tell you this shit, and, and it's funny too because she put me on to to the ill song that was based off the worst fucking movie ever. I know. Blood... I was so angry. <laughs> she was like, she yeah, blood feast. She was like, oh, this movie sucks, but it, at least it resulted in the awesome song. And it's like, yeah, that song fucking rules, you know. That it song does rules rule. so fucking hard. But, yeah. <laughs> but so does Hey Man, Nice Shot. So nah. <laughs> especially when you know the story you behind that. it. Sorry, I never especially when you know this when you know the story behind it. That's like well, early early internet fucking you know dark shit, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't get into it, but yeah. No, it's yeah, mixed. I, I just, you but don't like, get every movie hate after. Machine. I'm sorry, Mike. You don't get you don't get not pretty hate machine, but you don't get broken. Without Richard Patrick, uh, if you're a Nine Inch Nails fan, because he was an integral part of Nine Inch Nails. Mm -hmm. He's Robert Patrick's right. fucking brother. Like, yeah. give some credit where credit's due. Filter yeah. rules. Filter yeah. fuck. I can't do that. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. I, I never liked the song. But I, see, and the worst part was, is every fucking movie after it used that song. It's, yeah. it's fine, because fine. It's even I mean, a cable guy. For fuck's sake! I feel like I, I, feel, I feel like I feel like now I fucking close now. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I, I feel like now I should put this in my my movie just just for shits and giggles, just as like an inside joke. <laughs> and, and, and you put that at the Absolutely. end of your movie. Thank you, Andy. everybody. Go fuck yourself. I did this for you. You know, speaking of soundtracks, you know who got a good soundtrack? At least in my opinion, I know this is way off topic, but the Lost Boys. I love that yes. soundtrack, man. Yes. Yeah. There are so many great soundtracks. The Crow is one. Uh, I yeah. this is definitely has a great soundtrack. Um, there. Uh, wait, 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 wait. I like Rocky, Rocky Horror. Wait, wait, wait. Well, yeah, that's Rocky a musical. Of course, there's sure. soundtracks. Great, wait, but... wait, wait, wait. We we can't talk about soundtracks without talking about Return of the Living Dead soundtrack. Fuck of course. Yes. Oh, the, and see now, yeah. there's your horror punk right there. The fucking cramps are on there. Oh my god, it's just so great. There's so many great horror punk bands. That's like my oh, and, favorite favorite soundtrack. And you know what's got a great soundtrack? Judgment Night. Yeah! Yeah! Yes, the, they did the mashup of the of the rap and the metal bands. Yes. You're just another victim. 
Kid. I like the matchup. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I'll just scary. say this, and it's completely off. It's kind of on topic, but not really. If we're just talking about the greatest soundtracks ever, um, I think Candy <laughs> would agree. I, 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 I mean, if Purple Rain's not in that discussion, we're not oh. having this discussion Purple at all. Rain wasn't uh, in the discussion is. because Purple Rain is always going to be number one. Right. Yeah. So Listen, I feel Purple like Rain. I need to address it. <laughs> But I mean, just while, while we're talking, I mean, Purple Rain is probably, and it's not even probably, it is. Purple Rain is my favorite album of all time. Like, yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. And you know what? You know what? It's better than Thriller. I said what I said. It is. Oh, you know what? I, I said what I said. said and I, yeah, I agree no, with you. I agree. I said what I said. I think Prince is more talented than Michael Jackson, Mic Drop. Yep. I, I agree with that 100%. I knew you would. Well, because, yeah. People tuning in for the horror podcast are very, very confused right now. <laughs> People that tune into this are used to this. Yeah, they know that we tend to go. I don't know how many horror shows you've listened to, but uh, we always do this. Okay, so we will get back on topic now. I'll go ahead and, and do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Corral these uh, motherfuckers. Do you even remember, remember where we were? Back- uh, no, I don't, but I'm just going to go from where I, I want to go. Um, well, I'm going to go back to, to Billy Zane here. Uh, Billy Zane, this is his favorite role that he's ever done, and I think that's, that's true. awesome. That's true, yeah. He, you can tell he's having a really good time with his character um, of the collector, and, um, you know, a lot of this stuff later on, you know, uh, like with the, the, the song with the sponge and stuff, he came up with all that shit. I mean, he has so much fun with this character, and it's his favorite role. And I'm like, that's so awesome. That's oh, this, my favorite. You know, that, that you know what's interesting, too? That's I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rob. No, that scene with the sponge is fucking, like, the way he just... And then yeah. that, that, that's, that subtle... That comedic know, timing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking Zane is great. I like, and one, like one thing that's like his demon penis kind of like gets gets excited. He's like, oh, calm down. And I'm like, oh, okay. One thing that's interesting about that, that character to it because i remember i had like the novelization back when it, when it came out when that was like a thing when like every movie had a had a novel tie-in um for some reason the character was known as the salesman in that particular version of like the script was that was adapted script, yes right and like uh, they never really go into um you know detail as to why he was known as the salesman where the collector sounds you know obviously because he's trying to collect the fucking key so you know that makes more sense than the salesman um even still even in like like the the book even like he like that character was described as nothing like billy zane now he made that role like not even close not even close at all and i i can't see anybody else playing that character no uh dave the uh the sponge scene um it made me think of this, uh, what Sean and I have been joking about for a while now, sort of our OCD germaphobe kind of thing. And I'm thinking, like, if that had been me, I'd like, is this sponge new? This is a new sponge, right? It's not like some sponge. You guys grabbed <laughs> off the fucking craft services table and just handed to me. And that made me laugh. But um, talking about um, that the collector was supposed to be called the salesman, what I read was that in another version of the script, uh, it was uh, because of budgetary stuff, it was just supposed to be a bunch of, uh, he was supposed to be, a, the collector was supposed to be a Bible salesman. And like the oh. demons were supposed to be a, 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 like a legion of fellow Bible salesmen, like in like black suits with white shirts and black ties. And I'm thinking that might've been even, is there anything scarier than a bunch of fucking Bible salesmen trying to come through your windows? That's fucking terrifying. But that almost yeah, sounds like Halloween three. Demons. I'm going to have a fucking nightmare yeah. about that tonight. 
We've got some good news for you, Dave. You know, crawling through the fucking. No, what the good news? Have you been saved? (laughs) The Lord and Savior. But that that sponge scene was very fun. That's good comedic chops on his part. The the little one, I loved. That made me laugh out loud. Especially like with the, with the eyebrow raise right after when it comes right. out. And he doesn't he do a little like where he picks a little like he goes like picks yeah. a little something off his yeah. Yeah, It's fucking it's funny. It's funny. I also love his delivery of the line. Come out everybody, time to play. <laughs> you. <laughs> Hello. Um, I just wanted to comment on Dave's OCD. I actually have OCD. I it's do too. Clinically, I, I clinically have it, and I do have a sponge issue. I wanted to touch on that. I always, because uh, I, I love to do dishes, but like with my, my back injuries, I'm basically at, at this point almost bedridden. And um, I'm always like, is that sponge fresh? We need to buy more sponges. He's like, God damn, how many fucking sponges do we need? I'm like, nobody changes the sponges when they're supposed to. And and I used to do the dishes and I was in charge of the sponges. And I don't know that people are changing the sponges when they should. You know, and, and I get now, so that's real OCD right there. That's, that's what shit. popped into my head when I saw a sponge in his mouth. I'm like, oh boy. Is that a new sponge? Exactly like yeah, what you said. That is that a new be, sponge? I say that so many times. That should be quote. That should be on my gravestone. Candy, is, is that a new sponge? Is that sponge fresh? Have you replaced a sponge recently? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I replace sponges all the time. I hate, I, I hate I'm neurotic about sponges. I hate when they get fucking grody and shit. I'm like, oh, oh if they start changing I'm color at all. Yeah, if, they, if yeah. the color is I'm off at all. Yeah, I do, I do I like some beauty influencing. I work with some um, companies and I do like hair and makeup and uh, and uh, skincare products. I, I test and review, whatever. And um, so that's kind of like my side hustle. And uh, you can find me on Instagram, Candy, the final girl, if you're interested. Uh, but uh, my, now my most people like I, I, they, I see these these women that do their makeup and they don't wash their brushes for a week. And I'm like, that stuff just builds up bacteria and you're just putting it back on your face. And I wash my sponges every fucking time I use them. My sponges, well, all, all my this... brushes, and I have a huge thing of brushes and like blenders and they're all fucking clean and pristine. I cannot have bacteria on my fucking face. Do you know what they'll do on my face? Like that's nasty. Ew. Wash your fucking shit. I'll just talk about sponges while I'm thinking about podcast? it's fucking I'm thinking about Seinfeld now Seinfeld. With, with, Elaine, with Elaine thinking is anybody sponge worthy right now? That's all yeah, I'm thinking of. <laughs> talking about sponges. Okay. Talk about yeah, washing out your sponges. Weird off topic. Uh, who wants to pick up on topic? Does anybody have anything on topic? Okay, Sean. Crazy, crazy <laughs> Gilgabola. Well, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll throw in. Um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, the special effects, which is you know kind of my forte when it comes to uh, horror movies. The uh, the Todd Masters company did yeah. the uh, special effects in this, the makeup, and the you know I mean we talked about the the fist through the head, um, that scene was cool. Um, CCH Pounder's arm, you know, getting getting ripped off and all that stuff, that was cool. But my favorite effect in this, I mean, they used they used the the glow stick fluid um, for the the blood. Yeah. But my favorite effect was was when he, you know, did his, you know, well then there motherfucker, you know, part and yeah. he starts starts spreading that that glow stick juice all over the fucking ground. And the the effect where the, the demons start coming out, you know, of the ground and everything. I loved that. I thought that worked so well. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a great scene. It's gooey. Everything yeah, about gooey. it was great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it kind and of the, rem- no, guys, Sean, I'm sorry. The, well, I was just going to say, the demons looked really well, too. The way that they mm-hmm. did the demons. Some of them had earrings, and I thought yeah. it was pretty neat. Yeah. yeah um, um, 
yeah, I, I wanted to go off Sean um, that uh, Todd Masters actually came in and he gave them a good deal because the the film didn't have a lot of money. I remember I, I had a book that detailed like Tales from the Crypt from the comics to the movie, the 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 Hammer movie. Um, well, Amicus movie. I'm sorry, a- Amicus movie. You know, where they where they did the Tales from the Crypt and the Vault of Horror. Um, all the way to uh, Demon Knight, and uh, they didn't have a lot of money actually to do like the makeup effects, and they thought like, oh well, maybe we'll just make them like regular people and make like Demon Blues Brothers, and and Todd Masters heard that shit, and he was like, oh fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> you call a movie Demon Knight? We're gonna have some fucking demons in it. So he he really looked out for them, and uh, you know, create some incredible effects, you know, for you know, like a, at a deferred price to make sure like. They got uh, some good quality uh, effects in there, and yeah, the effects are great too. It's like I love when uh, they get possessed, like uh, Cordelia, uh, Brenda Baki, who, who we we forgot to mention. Brenda Baki is a yes, just uh, early '90s amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, where where she like you know she got the stretch head and the mouth and uh, uh, Danny and shit where he's got the stretched mouth when he attacks uh, Breaker in the attic. Uh, that was a great effect too. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had some really good effects, but that where the scene, like what Sean was saying, where like he's spreading the fucking uh, the 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 light goo and shit all around, and they're being born. It kind of reminded me of Hellraiser, where uh, Frank yeah. is born in the attic. Uh, and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I love, I love. You gotta love Zane in that in that in that scene too, shit, because he's fucking holding them like they're newborn babies, and he's kissing them. Yeah. Oh, I love you so much. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, yeah. he's so great. Yeah. Uh, Nico. I was actually going to piggyback off of what Rob said. Was that whole the whole monster, the Danny monster uh, effect was was a great, I think, effect in that whole movie. I mean, you know, here's just this little kid reading the Tales from the Crypt comic because you know they're always tongue in yeah. cheek by putting either a Tales from the Crypt comic or something with with Gaines because of William Gaines. Yes. Um, in the in the movies, and all of a sudden there's like this gigantic fucking monster with like the mouth as fucking just like the size of the house like fucking sticking his tongue inside a fucking breaker's chest and i think that whole uh, sequence is fucking great it was, yeah, it was brilliantly it shot and the the um you know but I, you know what though but, but one thing I, I i will say though i, I think it was a missed opportunity and we kind of got a glimpse of it was when um at the end when when uh you know jada pinkett uh, Jerry Lynn actually defeats the collector and we kind of see a glimpse of like the skeleton of what the final form would have been what his true yeah. form was I think I would have liked to have seen what he would have looked like fully in the full form as like the demon right right yeah yeah, yeah. I, I think I think they just missed that opportunity and I guess it was because of budgetary reasons Budget. right from Budget. the uh, Mike? wait hold on hold on hold on I'm sorry I'm sorry not to interrupt Mike um uh Mac uh Larry son of a bitch I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry, Mike. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Mac, uh, I'm in the dis- I'm in the Discord, and Larry just asked how you doing these things. <laughs> oh, did you tell him I'm doing fine. I, I guess to make sure that that people know that Mac's okay, that's that's worth that's worth interrupting me. So I'll I'll let it slide. Um, no, I just wanted to piggyback too on the special effects of one of the things that I love about this. And again, budget reasons, we couldn't get more of it. But man, the the scenes in the past, the Jesus scenes in this are so well fucking done. Like oh, yeah. the lighting. I mean, it, and I love that they've got that sort of 
Italian horror, very obviously shot on a soundstage with really dramatic lighting and it, it just you know it, they go full, like argento with it and i think it totally works for those scenes and it just it looks beautiful i i love those scenes i agree i agree uh dave oh yeah it's the color palette too because the, the movie uh the main part of the movie is mainly blues and and dark you know blacks and when they cut to the the Sorry, Dale, scene, it, <laughs> it looks, looks good too uh <laughs> Uh, it's 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 very it's very bright like yellows and oranges. It, I think I think that's you know visually to give you an uh, indication. This is something totally separate. It was a great uh, visual cue. I thought. I like that. Yeah. I mean, I agree. Uh, now you're on my shit, Rob. <laughs> you better be. You better be sharing those. Oh, these. Oh my god. That's just nasty. Oh, that's these just are the best. What are you talking about? That's my about? kryptonite right there. I don't like. I don't like anything sour. I'm oh, sorry. Like your, those will make your mouth bleed after too many of them. Those are delicious. It, 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 it I fucking to love these daughter. She ate too many and it left a, a raw patch on her tongue that they had to yeah. eat. Yeah. Yeah. Only thing worse is only worse is Captain Crunch. You can only eat a certain few after a while and shit because they'll fuck your tongue up all the way yeah, around. I was yeah. saying, my daughter actually had a day. really red strip patch on her tongue. Like, we, I take her to the doctor. Yeah, I only, I, actually, heal. I only we do a were, few uh, at a time. We were watching a movie one night and I was eating some of those, man, and I pulled the fucking filling out of my tooth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, that fucking sucked. But did I stop eating them? No. No. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I could kill that whole bag Rob got in a in a sitting. Oh, I will. Like I will eventually. Mini, uh, unwrap Starburst. Like, watch the fuck out. Okay. But you know. I will kill. I will kill these shits in the fucking uh, by later tonight. I will. Yeah. <laughs> you like I killed those fucking twin snakes and shit. These shit will be gone, Damn. bro. Man, can we talk for a second about how gorgeous Jada is in this? I, I, I I'm at the end. Yeah. She's, a, God, she's yes. in a, like that ripped off tank top. Jada Pinkett was gorgeous in this. Can, can yeah, I, I, wait, 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 wait. wait. What do you mean? Covered in the blood. Oh my God, she's hot. Wait, what do you mean what? No, no, wait. she's still gorgeous. But this was like the first thing I think <laughs> I ever saw her in. And it was just striking. She's just striking no, no, in this. Let, let I think me, he mentioned in the purposes of, like, in this film. Oh, I don't know. I was just busting no, the chops. Not, not that yeah, she's yeah. not still hot, because yeah, yeah. she is. No, but... I mean, can, clearly, can, clearly she is if she's banging young rappers. <laughs> Does Will Smith count as a rapper, really? No, she yeah, talk, he's, he's talking about... Tupac. She had an entanglement with a younger she, man. She, she, August, and she definitely had an entanglement with Tupac. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. Yeah. I love how it's just like. Look what happened to him. Hey, like, hey, I love Tupac so much. Oh my God. Sorry. We're from, me and Mac are from Brooklyn, so. Um, I mean, listen, Tupac is I know you East Coast people. 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 I know you East Coast I like Biggie as well, but I'm sorry a. if a. I had to pick B.I.G. Get it? Biggie. Tupac. Tupac. He, take. Was, he was lyrical. He was poetic. He had Wait. flow. I'm oh. just saying. Hold on. Hold on. But going back to Jada and shit where the, the part Dave was talking about, um, she's covered in blood and then Collector washes her off and then her shit is all perfectly white again. 
I thought yeah. about that too because like blood is so hard to get out. God, like, when I you say it like, like that, it's like immediately, dirty. and then like <laughs> in cold water and shit because blood is hard to get. Out. And and if there's anybody who knows how to get blood out of shit, it's a woman. Let me tell you, because yeah. we have to deal with that a lot. Oh, it makes me. It makes me think of that scene in uh, Evil Dead when when all the fucking blood comes <laughs> rushing out of the fucking cellar, and in the very next scene, she's like completely clean. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. she only got a little bit of blood on her. Yeah. But the, no, you know what I think about the remember Problem Child and shit where he was looking at the ink blots and uh, what do you see? <laughs> I see, I see blood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mike. <laughs> oh, I just wanted to say, uh, which coast is Tribe Called Quest and Public Enemy from? Discussion over. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mike. I like my Southern rappers too. RS one. Thank you, Mike. I really like all of them. I have different things, but it, like I'm just saying, like if you had to pick, if you I, made me, if you sat me down and forced me to pick between Biggie and Tupac, I'm gonna pick Tupac. Yeah, you're. He's just, he's just more my aesthetic. He's a pretty boy. I mean, listen, uh, he was hot. Can be perfect. He was poetic. He was. Very <laughs> what? I, I know. I know what size Sean is on and shit. Because everyone can be perfect. I know. Oh, what we si- have. He's got. We have beef about it. Like for real. Right. Yeah. I know it's I know it's size Sean is on because me and Sean have talked about his love for Mob Deep a lot. QBC. Yes, he does have that love. <laughs> I, I like my West Coast shit and I like my Southern shit. I do like East Coast rappers. Um, I like it really everything, but if I had to pick, I'm just saying. Uh, if you force me. And, and I'm and I'm sorry, Candy, but we got Nas over here. We got yeah. we got Nas. Well, we, we got Nas. I'm not, sorry, not, but nobody, I don't think anybody in the world is better than Missy Elliott, so... Nas, Nas beats everybody. Well, no, wait, wait, wait. wait. To be fair, to be fair, the Midwest does have the GOAT with them. Yeah. Eminem, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. Got, we got the number one. Listen, he's not even the best white rapper, but he's the best rapper, period. Yeah, he's I really listen. I went there. I went there, and he could back it up. Yeah, I'm fucking. Well, anyway, anyway. Okay, yeah, we gotta get off this. Back to Demon Knights. Back to Demon Knights. Back to Demon Knights, sir. And when I describe this when we release, I'll be like, we kind of talk about Demon Knight a little bit. But uh. Yeah, so this is one of those movies, and I always talk about the nostalgia factor, and nostalgia can fuck with you, and, you know, and that does apply, I mean, a a lot of times I'm referring to, like, the 80s films that a lot of us grew up on, uh, you know, 80s exploitation horror, uh, which is the golden age for me, Um, but uh, some of that shit does not hold up, and, and I think that also can extend into, like, our 90s teen stuff. And for me, you know, like I was 14 years old, so th- I, this does have the nostalgia factor for me. And um, I hadn't seen it in so long, and we, I, I searched high and low and finally tracked down a copy of it. I used copy of it, and uh, we watched it, I don't know, months ago. And I was like, oh, my God, this holds up. <laughs> I'm not sad. It held up. So it does have that going for it. It's like it's still – it's one of those things you can have nostalgia for, and you can still enjoy later on. You're not, like, sitting there picking it apart. You know, you're just having a good time. So I have to give it props for that because most movies can't pull that shit off. Yeah, you know and which, which makes me nervous because we're doing The Gate soon, and 
we haven't seen it since we were teenagers. God, I haven't seen the gate. Yeah. Yeah. We're doing the gate. I I I I, I, I'll tell you, I've seen the gate recently and it and it holds up. Uh, well, remember, I'll be excited to find out. I, I, I will, I will, I, it I will. It was my say, favorite movie when I was a kid. Mine too, and um, I will, I will say, I'm, I know I told the story, but I will save it for uh the discussion again yeah. of when I showed it to my niece and nephew when they were uh, entirely too young to have been watching it. Yeah. <laughs> I did that to my kids. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, what uh, is wrong with us? But yeah, we are doing the gate next week. Just a uh, sneak preview. Okay, uh, Mike. Mike, you're a dick. I just read what you said. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Well, that's what you get for that's what you get for interrupting. No, they're chatting. <laughs> Rob and I are, are I constantly competing be, on like the I interrupting level. Oh no, you got me beat on interrupting all the time. <laughs> Bitch, what? No, I do not. Yeah, No, I was just gonna say, uh, Candy, I completely agree with you. So I hadn't actually watched this then since probably. It's probably been 20 years since I've seen this movie. And I, because it's one of those movies that's so stuck with me, I didn't really need to revisit it. Uh, but rewatching it the other night, like it totally holds the fuck up. I was so happy that I, I literally remembered almost every scene uh, as it was about to play out, but it's still completely held up. This is not a movie that is like clouded by nostalgia or anything like that. It's just a great fucking, it, it just a great fucking time and, and a, and a great movie. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, before I switch on to Nico, uh, what I was saying, Rob, what I was saying to Sean was, I was asking him which one of us interrupts more often. Oh, you do. Uh, no. Why do you want um, to put me in a position? Because like you this? edit us. Who interrupts more, Rob or me? Or are we tied? Why do you got to put me in this position? Thing yeah. Sean, since <laughs> the first season. I've heard that a few times. This <laughs> is, yeah, this is, this is, I, I can't answer I, this. I, uh, Sean, would I, you say I, that I, we I, both have a problem with interrupting people? I, 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 yes, I would say you both have a problem with interrupting people. Thank you. Rob, you're you you're just you're just being diplomatic, Sean. Um, yeah. I mean, this <laughs> is like this does. is like when I was a, when I was a kid, my mom would ask me, "Who's the better cook, me or your grandma?" And I'm like, uh, I can't, I can't you don't. Yeah, you never answer that. I know better than to answer that. Yeah. Dude, it's Sophie's choice. It's right a trap. Now. <laughs> but he but he knows that he knows he edits and he knows that you and I both interrupt, Rob. We just do, and you have to acknowledge that. I acknowledge it. Acknowledge it. And and yeah, and I. Rob, I, I I love you, but I live with her, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I meant you're being so diplomatic. you have lost. I know. Good sir. <laughs> I uh, know. Nico. Well, I was going to kind of piggyback off of what um, you and Mike had said. I think one of the, uh, the reasons why this movie still holds up, even to this day, is the fact that, honestly, if you take out the um, the uh, tag in the beginning and the end of it being an actual Tales from the Crypt movie, it's kind of a timeless, like, you don't know what the year is. You don't know, you know, what what's really going on as far as, like, a time frame for this. All you know is that there's, like, this cosmic battle going on over the the millenniums, as, as he tells us later, you know, in the movie when he's going over the story about the key and how he came to be, like, like the holder of the key. So yeah. I think that that's kind of why, um, still, you know, in, in this aspect, the movie still holds up very well. Actually, I mean, I, I, I honestly, I, I watch this all the time. Like, this is one of the ones, like, I'll, I'll just throw it on because it's a fun movie to watch. And, you know, I think that's the difference. And I will I will give you this between this movie and Bordello of Blood, where Bordello of Blood, 
is very much a, a time capsule of the 90s at that time. Mm-hmm. In, in every way, shape, and form. Where, at least with Demon Knight, when the movie itself is playing, you, you don't know. And it's almost like a Napoleon Dynamite type of, like, what, what year is this? It doesn't matter, because I'm, like, actually into the story. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I, think, I think that's why this still holds up. Okay, uh, Rob. Yeah, um, I was, uh, like I said, I rewatched this for the purposes of uh, this episode of discussion. And uh, it's, it, it, I'm, I'm probably, you know, I'm going to disappoint you, Candy. It, it, de- it definitely still holds up. But there, there's a couple points in there where I was like, eh, this is a little uh, like when Uncle Willie gets possessed and, and uh, Geraldine is just sitting there like, put him down! Put him, like, honey, cut his fucking head off. What are you doing? Why are you just standing there, just fucking, just yelling at this fucking possessed individual to put him down? Cut his I can't answer that. I can't answer that. Because the movie needs to happen. Because it said so in the script? <laughs> because the movie needs to happen. You guys ever watch that uh, pitch meetings with uh, from Screen Rant? That's exactly, they ask questions like that, and it's like, because the movie needs to happen. That's exactly why they right. didn't do that, Rob. You know that. Yeah, I, I know, I know. You're, you're I know. a writer, you know this. I know, I know, but in yeah. the purpose... Yeah, but as a writer, you're just like, oh, um, why is she just standing there like an idiot screaming when she should just be fucking cutting his head off or stabbing him in the fucking face and trying to stab him well, in the Well, there's eye. always a reason if it's if it's done well, and I think this is done intelligently, honestly, especially on the budget that they had. Um, it's for the purposes to carry the story on. Yeah. I mean, but, like, uh, other than that, like, other than those few moments... The, the movie still definitely holds up, you know. Like I said, you got a, you know, great cast in there, and uh, just really great, still effects that hold up to this day, you know. And yeah, yeah, the movie still holds up, like for the most part, you know. Aside from those little moments where, it's like, and and fucking Roach is annoying. Like, uh, <laughs> I agree. He, he wants Ro- that dude dead. Ro- yeah, you you really want Roach fucking... He he lives entirely too long. Yes. His uh, hair is I, annoying. His shirt is annoying. He's annoying. Of his course. His face he lo- is annoying. Of course. He dressed like fucking Danzig and shit. Of course he's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Only Danzig is allowed to dress like Danzig because Danzig <laughs> exactly. will fucking beat your ass. Right, right, right. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you want you want him to die so bad, and when he does, it's like the greatest moment in the fucking movie, you know. Like, I, matter of fact, the 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 line that leads to his death was I I almost chose as my quote. I did, and then I, I took it back. Was um oh Roach, one more thing, uh, just one more thing I forgot to mention. I lied, and then when yeah. he gets eaten, I, I love that scene so much because we get to see Roach fucking die that I almost chose that as my quote yeah. <laughs> because I hate Roach so fucking much. And we're so supposed see, to hate him, so he yeah, did a you, good job in the role. You see Breaker fucking, he knows everything, he's saving everybody and shit, and you question him the whole fucking time. Fuck all the way off, dude. Uh, I fucking <laughs> peace. <laughs> um, Dave. Oh, and, and also, um, Billy Zane says to Roach, actually, we're kind of counting on you, which was really fucking funny <laughs> to me. But uh, wasn't I wanted to ask? Wasn't there a third one of these movies? I, I'm coming across yeah. my research, yeah. There was, yeah. and like, yeah, I, I but it's find, not really. I could, find nothing, I could find nothing on it. Yeah, yeah. it's called Ritual. Yeah, Ritual. And it's, it's kind of like Creep Show Three. We just pretend it's not real. Okay, good. Well, it's, it's, I, it's, I, it's, I it's almost like, it. like it's almost like a trauma movie where it's kind of like like a pickup, and they just slap tales from the crypt on there, yeah. and they gave the crypt keeper dreads. Yeah. God damn it! What a, what a waste for Tim Curry. 
Poor yeah. bastard being in that movie. Yeah. And know. and Jennifer, I don't look like baby anymore, gray. Yeah. That that is a that is a shame. But it's uh, you know, I forgot to mention, like uh, you brought that up, Candy, like uh Creep Show Three. The only creep show three we acknowledge is Tales from the Dark Side the movie. That's the yeah. only creep that's the only creep show three I acknowledge because that's basically Savini said the same thing too. Yeah, isn't that's... Deborah Harry? Isn't that Deborah Harry in there? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah, Deborah Harry. Yeah. I, I fucking love Tales from the Dark Side the movie. Oh, actually, if you guys look at your schedule, you might see that title. I do mm-hmm. post the schedule a lot. All you have to do is add yourselves to it so you guys can access it all the time, but I always have to <laughs> repost it. Uh, I don't know why you guys make this so hard for me, but it's on the schedule. Um, I won't say when. Uh, I'll let Nico go, and then we are going to go ahead and give our reviews. Uh, Nico. I was going to kind of build off of what um, Dave was just saying. So there was an actual third... They were planning a trilogy of films to come out with this, and the first one was obviously Demon Knight that came out that we know it as, which I love the fact that Rob will get this, that um, we get it's one of the movies that we actually get the um, title set in the movie, so Peter Griffin probably had his uh, moment in the seat <laughs> hey, at that. He said it! Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I'm um, a family guy fan too. I know exactly. Right, no, no, but, but Rob and I have been doing this for years where um we have like that running joke with that since that episode came out. This is way before I, I knew you. Um <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So yeah. there was gonna be a third movie. It was supposed to be a New Orleans zombie movie called Dead Easy, but it was also being known yeah. as Fat Tuesday. Um it was supposed to open to be the second movie that didn't happen. And apparently there's a post credit scene to this movie that I've yeah. never seen to this day. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think where he's he and the, the crypt keeper announces that there's going to be this this and inside it was bordello of blood for some reason and i yeah. guess after that that tanked at the box office this this zombie movie kind of just went up um went up in limbo i mean i don't know if it became something else later on that that the studio was just like oh we can use this for something but i don't i don't think that it, unless that i mean ritual was just kind of like like i said a pickup so i don't i don't know does anybody know if that was something that was picked up later on and remade or um, I think Rob. it was meant, from what I understand, it was meant to be part of, you know, to end up, the, you know, the end the trilogy. But I, I don't know everything about that situation. But um, it's supposed to be, it's considered to be the trilogy. It, it's considered the, to be the last and, film. And the key was supposed to be in all three, from what yes. I, from what I was reading, also. So. Yeah, Mike. Mike knows the answers. Mike got the answers. Um, yeah. Okay. So. So uh, Dead Easy was never made. It never made it past the script stage because the script was way too heavy on the horror and they decided that they they didn't want to go with that. They'd actually considered from dust. And I, I, I just confirmed this. Uh, but at one point from dust till dawn was also supposed to be a Tales from the Crypt movie. Um, <laughs> but what. What ultimately ended up happening was Robert Zemeckis really, for whatever reason, liked Bordello of Blood, and he was getting heavily courted uh, by DreamWorks at the time. And so Universal basically said, we'll make Bordello of Blood if you stay here, because he'd had a longstanding contract. Right, with Universal. Right. And so that's how that one ended up happening. And then Bordello of Blood being just such a massive failure um i blame Dennis miller whether you like it or not i, I would was, agree it was a big box office failure it was a critical failure yes. it, it and it had come out after tales from the crypt was already sort of a dead brand anyway they just kind of killed it 
And my understanding of Ritual is, Nico, yeah, you're right. It was a pickup, and it was basically a pickup to keep the rights to the Tales from the Crypt brand name is is how I understand it, is they needed to put out a Tales from the Crypt movie to keep the, the rights to Tales from the Crypt. So that's how it ended up coming in. Because, Leah, if you've seen Ritual, it doesn't look or feel or anything like a Tales from the Crypt movie, other than they put the Crypt Keeper at the beginning and the end. But it, you know, at least... Demon Knight and Bordello of Blood somewhat fill of the same universe. Yeah. Ritual yeah. absolutely yeah. does not. No. Yeah. And on that note, I'm it's time for reviews. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go first. Um I I've gone from being stingy candy uh, at the beginning of season three to being a little bit more generous candy. And uh, I'm giving this nine out of ten Zanes. Um, and why I said that when I was pregnant with my oldest, uh, I did when I didn't know the sex of the baby, I knew I wanted to name, uh, I wanted to have a boy, and I wanted to name after my grandpa who was named Francis. And but the first name I picked Zane for Billy Zane, I was gonna name Zane Francis, and uh, it ended up being a girl. So, <laughs> and then with my son, you know, of course, when I came around, I could name Zane, uh, I named him Ash, so whatever. Anyway, Ash. And of- and of course, Zane is a fuckboy name. Yeah, so my daughter said, I'm so glad you didn't name me Zane because that's a fuckboy name. And I'm like, what the fuck? A fuckboy name? Okay, someone's going to have to explain that to me later because I have no um, idea. I, I will do so. Actually, you can look well, up fuckboy and it will explain to you what that uh, means. Just uh, go to urbandictionary.com. Dave, 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 I got you. Fuckboy is Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a fuckboy. Yeah. Yeah. He has, he has it's just killed like, my it's fucking like, butt. His son is a fucking fuckboy. It's, a, it's like a douchebag, you know, just kind of name like it, for like these like, shitty kind of guys that, you know, are just like, I don't know, they're just fuck. You have to look it up. I, I, can't yeah, I don't, I don't want to look it up. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, you, you get the general idea. So anyway, so I gave it 9 out of 10 Zanes. I think uh, this is, uh, it held up. With nostalgia, and I'm really hard on nostalgia movies, as you guys oh, know. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. And this holds up for me, and it, because, um, and not just, be, and I and I looked at it through, you know, my my current eyes and then my 14-year-old eyes, and it, it's still the same film to me. Um, it, it's it's uh, funny. It uh, has some great uh, gore moments. It's, well, you know, great performances. But this is a critical mess. Like, the critics fucking hated this film. Like every critic shit all over this film. They're like, this this film doesn't even deserve to be like an actual film. It should just be like a made for TV or you know like whatever. They just are straight to video or whatever. But I think yeah, like I said, nine out of ten Zanes. It's a lot of fun. It's just one of those movies I, I like to revisit and just have a really good time and um and just enjoy the performances. It's a fun ride. So that's my review. Uh, Mac, I believe you're next. No, Sean was. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, Sean. Dead? Uh, I'm going to give this, uh, as as you did, a 9 out of 10. Well, them there, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, I absolutely love the soundtrack, um, all filters aside. I <laughs> think, I think the, the, uh, the, the <laughs> acting is great. The actors that were chosen for this were great. Um, Billy Zane amazing um william sadler um the special effects in it were awesome uh i thought the uh the use of the uh, the glow stick fluid was was really cool um the way they did the eyes and the shooting of the eyes 
uh, and the way that like, you know, the, the electricity came out and all that shit. And, uh, I thought that was really awesome. Um, but yeah, and it's, you know, it's just one of those movies that, you know, like, like Mike said, waited so long to see this and went back and watched it and it held up so well. And so, yeah, nine out of 10. Yay. Awesome. Okay. Uh, Matt. Um, I'm going to give it nine out of 10 nasty ass pots of soup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Right. What the fuck was that? It's nasty, but it's uh, pretty much what you guys have been echoing. You know, I watched it for the purpose of the discussion and it was still good. And it's still that nostalgia. I was like, oh, man. So for being able to hold up over through time, it gets a 9 out of 10 uh, nasty uh, pots of soup. (laughs) (laughs) So far, we're all on the same uh, team. Who was next? Was it Vico or Rob? Okay. Um, I'll give it 9 out of 10 pussies on the table. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was, um, this is one of the films that I, I've talked many times about, um, my ascension into horror fandom, like, it came gradually, like, you know, I used to be terrified of horror movies, and that, as I started watching them more and more and more, you know, I grew to love them, and this was one of the ones where it, it really got me to the point where, like, I was just watching horror movies all the time. This was definitely after my obsession with the Nightmare on Elm Street, and, um... This was right there to just fill, you know, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I got to see Demon Knight. Yeah, yeah. And I saw it and I loved it. And um, I had probably hadn't seen this movie in God knows how long, probably 12 years, 15 years, maybe even. And like, yeah, like for the most part, it really holds up. You know, it's still good. Like, you know, the performances are still amazing. Uh, Billy Zane still fucking owns, you know, Uh, William Sadler is fucking phenomenal. Uh, everybody else is great. The effects are great. Um, it, it definitely like you know, it, it feels. It, it has that. You know, it's it's its own thing while still feeling in the Tales from the Crypt brand. You know, Tales from the Crypt was really also part of that. You know, real um, big part of my uh, horror fandom. You know, that was the show. Like you know, like hey, you shouldn't be watching that, and you know, you sneak watch it. You know. Like you fucking no, my mom like just it. Let, watched it with me. No, yeah, like it, my, in our age group, yeah, it was definitely something we shouldn't have been watching, but we were fucking watching. We yeah, definitely yeah, did. Yeah, we were definitely fucking watching Tales from the Crypt, you know. And uh, yeah, this definitely, you know, it holds up on both ends for being its own thing and part of the Tales from the Crypt brand. And yeah, I still fucking love it, you know. I still, I still think it's great. So um, yeah, nine out of ten pussies on the table. Great review. Uh, Nico. All right. I'm going to give this one nine and a half out of ten keys. Yeah. I mean, this is this is damn near perfection when it comes to a horror movie. The fact that um, Ernest Dickerson, who was very much a student of the game at the time when this movie came out, um, basically poured syrup onto shit and called it pancakes and it worked <laughs> is a miracle beyond belief. The fact that you know, with, with with that budget, and it almost has like that claustrophobic feel where they're only just like in that house, and somehow you're you're rooting for like these characters to to make it out to like the next day to kind of you know live to fight another day works, and a lot of that has to go you know between the script, but also Ernest Dickerson. I don't think gets enough credit for 
making this film what it is today. Right. Um, that that being said, um, clearly, you know, the special effects, as Sean said, were definitely on point in this movie for what they had to work with. It's the miracle that, that we got what we got with that. Um, the soundtrack, again, I have to admit, a filter or not, was also great in this. But but let's be honest, really, it goes down to your core three with Jada Pinkett, William Sadler, and, of course, Billy Zane. If the dynamic between Billy Zane and William Sadler wasn't there, the movie would have failed completely. Exactly. And also, and also the fact that, you know, Jada Pinkett being a believable um successor to to breaker later on at the end of the movie also would have failed if she if she would have maybe like kind of held back a little more um the fact that you know they even get like theological with like with the whole fact that the jesus's blood is inside like the key was brilliant because that was something i wasn't expecting to happen either um but i mean realistically this is great the only the only little tiff i have with this movie and maybe i'm surprised rob didn't bring it up is in the beginning when the crypt keeper is like kind of you know directing the movie with john larrakat and you see him walking it, yeah, it, looked, yeah. it looked incredibly cartoony and i think that's that's kind of why i gave it like the half the half point was for that um but all in all i mean this is like i said damn near perfection the fact that like you know this is a horror movie where like like we have a positive um um hero at the end with, with Jerry Lynn, where, you know, she goes from being like, you know, shy Khan to kind of a fierce warrior to now she's the one, she's the chosen one, which was great, which was great. Um, and one, one thing too, Rob, I don't know if you've ever picked up on this, but when we were younger, when this movie came out, um, I for sure thought that was shown off at the end when he became, when the new collector <laughs> showed up from the last dragon, I was like, Oh shit, is that showing off? And no, it wasn't obviously, but I, I was yeah. like, Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. But yeah. um, yeah. I mean, there's there's not enough. I mean, I I can not enough praise I could heap on this that I I always watch it. It's one of my one of my favorite. It's definitely the best of Tales from the Crypt movie. So nine and a half out of ten keys for me. Great review. I, okay, I rewatched. Uh, hold on, I rewatched this with Di. She was like, he looks like Mario Van Peebles' brother. <laughs> <laughs> now he looked like a member of Cameo. Remember that group Cameo? Oh, oh my God. Oh. I just, yeah, I just expected. Word this. up. <laughs> Thank you. Everybody say. Okay. Uh, Dave. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so yeah, nine out of ten of uh, punches to the face. Uh, we, we, I, you guys have said everything about this movie. I just think that that scene, that 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 face punch, is when the movie is telling you what it is. Like up right. to that point, the ten or fifteen minutes up to that, it was a little ambiguous. And I think maybe the maybe like an audience in the theater was being a little okay. Like what? This is not what we were quite expecting. And then when he punches him, puts his fist through the cop's face, you're like, okay, this is what we were expecting. Yeah, <laughs> um, it, it's fun. Uh, Billy Zane is great. I love I love the little dance moves he does, like the one scene when he's coming up the stairs with the briefcase to um, yes. Roach. He does like a little like a little um, a Shirley Temple kind of dance move up the stairs. He like shows like a lot of ability, comedic ability and uh, physical um, comedy. I, I like it a lot. Um, and I'm, I'm glad. Um, and I really enjoyed the series because for me coming growing up on the Twilight Zone, this was sort of like. One right. of those, like, down, uh, sort of um, taking the, the mantle from that. And I was glad that it didn't suck. I remember, like, thinking, okay. And I went and saw it, and it, it did not suck, and I liked it a lot. So, yeah, 9 out of 10 uh, punches through a cop's face. Oh, that's great. <laughs> um, 
If it makes you feel good, do it. <laughs> yes. Um, My fucking motto. Mike. I, too, am going to give it nine out of ten ballads of Chasey Lane by the Bloodhound. <laughs> uh, <laughs> horror comedy is favorite songs. By- <laughs> is by far and away my favorite genre and uh, primarily because it's so hard to stick it you know it, it that getting that tonal balance right is so hard to do and so when a movie does it well i i mean evil dead 2 is my favorite horror movie of all time you guys yes, know i yes. love dead alive that's why i jumped you know, yes yes so oh, when rob asked if Rob asked if I wanted to do this one. I was all in as well because it's so fucking hard to pull off a horror comedy. And this movie nails it. It absolutely nails it. It's got great effects. It's got great acting. Top to bottom, the cast is just stacked. I mean, I can't add anything to what you guys have all already said other than I just this is a terrific my a, a friend of mine who's on another podcast this is one of his favorite movies and I, I'm gonna steal his line because I think it describes it best what he always says when he saw this in the theater he went in expecting the moon and he got the moon like he had an idea yeah. in his head of what he wanted this movie to be, and it gave him everything he wanted. And I think that is just the perfect way to describe this movie. Absolutely. Yeah, that's so great. Uh, I guess we can. It's safe to say this is our, our first uh, movie. It's not our. We we have two movies with perfect scores. This is our first movie with all nines. So I guess it has well, that distinction. Nico has a nine and a half. So. Well, I mean, it's it, a nine. <laughs> it has a nine. Fuck it up. It's, a, I mean, it's not a ten, okay? So it's a nine. Um, what was the so, other I one mean, that had perfect score? We had two perfect scores. Uh, I, Return of the Living Dead and She's on Massacre. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. I forgot it was, it was technically the only thing that ever got perfect scores on, in the entire history of the show. But this is our first uh, all nine show. So uh, almost perfect. It's our it's our almost perfect movie. It practically. Practically yeah, perfect. Yeah. Practically perfect. In it's, every way, like Mary it, Poppins. It's like, it's like all A's. Yeah. Like A's. Yeah. Not straight. You know, not like, like A pluses. Like yeah. tens. But, you know, you get A's on everything. That was, that was for, that Very was for good. Return. Here's your allowance. Um, you know, you know what? I, I, I will say, I mean, having, you know, the fact that this was this week's um, episode about this particular movie and, you know, remembering like this movie. I mean, I, again, I watch it all the time. It kind of in, inspired me as I'm rewriting like my script. I like I think I want to somehow get in touch with him and try to pass him this to have him in that because I think he would fit one of the, the characters perfectly. So, Don't you know, in the eye. I, I will. I won't do it. I'm, I'm going to have to if, if I'm able to do this. I mean, granted, he <laughs> probably he, with you. <laughs> he, he he just might. I know. It'd be like like Jamie Foxx and Prince. I know. Or like who who else was uh, fawning over him before? Was it Rob or was it Sean? What? Fawning over Which, who, was, who, was, who, was, who was who was fawning over Billy Zane over there? Somebody oh, was, was before. I think we all were. I said I, I mean, was going to fuck him. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah. Oh, Sean. So there you go. So. Subtle, subtle. I mean, he is on cameo, so you know. Yeah. Can't be that oh hard. yeah, that's right. So. <laughs> I I may know somebody who knows him that worked on him with a movie called Zombie Killers. Yeah. I uh, I I I um I I would have given it to him from uh when he was in uh Blood Rain with that fucking wig and um you know that fucking eyebrow movement. He he moved his eyebrows more than fucking uh this motherfucker in uh, uh Silent Night Deadly Night Two. I mean, okay, like, sorry, <laughs> I was frozen. 
was what I was saying was uh, uh, I was he, I, he actually I, makes I I can I was saying I would have fucked Billy Zane from when he was in Blood Rain. That's what we were talking about while you were frozen. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> well, I was well, he had the I was I was saying knees weak. He makes you want to swoon. I mean, you just want to just fall into his arms, like, oh. All right, all right, like, Candy. And- all right, Candy. All right, Candy. We get it. We get it. We get it. <laughs> and then she goes freezing again. What? No. She looks so I, sad I, when I'm she came back. Her. You froze for a second, then when you came back, you looked so sad. <laughs> I'm grateful that the internet has not disconnected, so I'll, it's I'll just take the, the but it has freezing. Disconnected. So, yeah, we will accept this. Thank you. Um, <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be a thank, nightmare, honey. To, thank you, podcast you know. gods. You kept us together. It was the chosen movie. Um, right. Anyway, Bloods. uh, Rob. Bloods, yeah. That's what oh, I was yeah, do. Thanks. Thanks. Oh God. <laughs> um, of course, uh, uh, action drunkies always, uh, always got to plug the action drunkies. Uh, yeah. We will be coming back soon. Um, I I'm will have to get in. I'm definitely going to get in touch with every single one of you soon about uh, uh, doing guest dance on the episode, especially you. Oh, <laughs> Oh, Last Dragon. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you too, you too, Nico. You too, Nico. Uh, you, you be the first person I call. Um, Sorry, <laughs> my throat there. I you know my favorites. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got you, Kenya. <coughs> Demolition Man. Yeah. Don't worry, Dave. I, I remember you too. Don't worry. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mike, uh, definitely. Uh, I want to plug uh, Atkins Undisputed. I mean, I always plug Atkins Undisputed and shit. I forget to tell him that I'll be plugging Atkins Undisputed. Yeah, he, he does time. plug you guys every show. He, pl- he, he plugs you every show. Aw, uh, yeah. thanks, buddy. Now yeah. we're getting a little kinky here. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm down, baby. Oh, plug him. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Mac, Mac is over there like, what the fuck, dude? How come nobody's plugging me? I'm supposed to be plugging you? Wait, what, oh. did, I, did I miss something? I'm, I never get plugged. Kenny's going to so. plug you, Sean. You're good. I don't want to plug you. That's weird. He wants you to I'm plug him. I'm not into him, that. So uh, oh, my I God. Said, I said plugged, not pegged. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh. I like you. I I know the difference. I don't want to do that. E- Good lord. <laughs> what kind of oh. podcast is this? I, yeah. You started this shit saying you wanted me to plug you. Weird. Weird. Yeah, yeah, Dave. Dave, you got the right idea. Like, you know, I was gonna I was gonna tell my mom to listen to this podcast, and I'm not gonna do that now. <laughs> I'm over yeah. here pulling at Daniel going, oh, my God. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel would have ripped his he- fucking headphones off and walked away by now. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank God pussy didn't come up and shit. That motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Daniel, the by the way. Table, remember? Yeah, 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 right. I believe it and did Daniel, come up. And Daniel, when you're listening, my boobs are covered. Yeah, yeah, Daniel. Uh, yeah. Mine too. <laughs> 
She's not, not touching them either, so you're good. You're good, Daniel. <laughs> no, 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 she's touching them now. <laughs> I like yes. to pluck my boobs. Yeah, uh, but yes, <laughs> Action Junkies, Action's Undisputed, Behind the Screams. Uh, also, my buddy uh, uh, Michael Cook's podcast, Hit Rewind. Uh, shout out to him because um, I've, I've been fucking declared as action and horror guy. And uh, Mike, Michael Cook always gives me the opportunity to talk about shit other than action and horror. So shout out to Mike. Uh, not uh, 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 other Mike. Uh, not you, Mike, over there. There's uh, mad Mike's going on here. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of Mike. <laughs> I know a lot of Mike's and shit, but there, shout out to, to Mike Cook and uh, for always giving me the opportunity to talk about everything other than uh, action and horror. We literally just did an episode on my science project and just one of the guys, uh, he just released that oh, episode. Oh, I love that so, movie, man. Oh, dude, come on. Uh, just, just one of the guys? Fucking William Zabka? Of course. Of course. That's Me, me and him discussed that. That's the fucking uh, the Empire Strikes Back of the William Zabka trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> that is an obscure reference. Yeah, we literally that brought that up. very obscure. <laughs> I, I literally brought that up. That's the fucking... Uh, just one of the guys is the Empire well, Strikes Back. Because I've been watching Cobra Kai, so yeah, 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 yeah. fucking oh, amazing, oh by the way. Go yeah, ahead, go ahead, Mike. Go ahead, Mike. Tell it, tell it, tell it, tell, tell them how awesome fucking Cobra Kai is, Mike. I know. Oh yeah, it's like the best fucking thing ever. Like it's. I love. I, yeah, it, it really I, I, is. I have my pinned tweet right now. Is that I? I called my shot. I will not see anything this year better than season three of Cobra Kai. I Absolutely. saw Somebody that tweet. Told me to I pin saw it. it. I, I agree. And, and uh, I, I, I started it. We're 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 um most of the way through season one, but like we don't always have a lot of time to watch stuff. So when we do, it's we're binging Cobra Kai. So we're trying to get as much in as we can. We're, we're still in season one though, and some real shit just happened. And I'm like, God damn, I wish we could watch tonight, but oh, after this, we gotta uh, go oh, to bed. Just wait. Gotta, just玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就是玩。就
in episode 10 and season 3. Holy fuck. Yes. Well, yeah. yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to watch it now. As soon as we get, I'm going to I'm going to go watch yeah. it right now. Yeah, yeah, I have, I have it on my this weekend, so we're gonna get caught up and and be able to discuss all of the things with you. But we got to move on with our plugs. I'm oh, so yeah. sorry. I will sorry, I'll sorry. talk about sorry. Cobra Kai some more in chat because I'm really I love the show. I'm, yeah, we I'm just wait, wait, you know what you know what real I'm quick that, this 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 should be like a one off like how Rob does like one offs on his. This could be a one off where like we can like discuss like a pop culture thing like like a Cobra Kai or, or something. Oh yeah, we, um, we I have to finish it first, but yeah, I'm I'm down. No, but I'm saying, um, but like this could be something like that could possibly happen we, later we, on, we, where like we can branch out into something just once or twice, like how yeah, like how Rob I does. have some ideas on that. We'll talk about that in chat okay. as well. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, if you want, we could definitely make it a thing on uh, as soon as Candy fixes it, we could definitely make it a thing on Action Drunkies, uh, where we 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 just we have a whole series. Yeah, we could do a series discussion on Cobra Kai. Mike, you're welcome to join along. I am, I am so fucking down I, for that. I was going to say, motherfucker, if you do not invite me to discussion, <laughs> hey, we'll, I will we'll do the house's action drunkies collab and do that Mike, show. We got you, Mike. We got you, Mike. You're on it. You're in. We, we, um, we can't do it without you, Mike. Okay, uh, anybody? Uh, Mike, would you like to do any plugs? Like, yeah, like, so uh, as Rob's already go- so graciously plugged, uh, Adkins Undisputed, the most complete Scott Adkins podcast in the world. You can also find my other show. I am a co-host on the Dana Buckler show where I uh, host a, a series on that called the 20th Century Movie Club, where I and a guest recommend six movies based on a theme, but the movies have to be from before the year 2000. Uh, and so and it can be anything. We We just did one. Uh, on Suburban Nightmares with uh, my good friend Alejandra Gonzalez. If any of you follow her on Twitter, she's amazing. If you don't follow her, please do. Um, and uh, it, it, the movies that were recommended went the, ran the gamut from Blue Velvet to Risky Business. So, oh, um, nice. Okay. Yeah, so check, check that out as well. You can find that on Twitter at Dana Buckler Show, and you can find it uh, anywhere podcasts are, are found. So those are, those are my two big plugs. I just awesome. recently watched Blue Velvet, too, and it still fucking holds up. Blue Velvet is so fucking amazing. Yeah. I love Blue Velvet. Risky movie. Mm. Uh, Mac? Uh, when I go, it's almost like uh, Rob going. <laughs> uh, action drunkies, you know, we're coming back. Stay tuned for that. Definitely, uh, you guys here at the House of Screams, everyone who's listening should stay listening because it's good stuff. And uh, my buddy Mike down there at Action and uh, that's about it. I heard it. I heard it. Oh, okay. I did not. I did not, but I trust Everybody that it was great lucky. and wonderful. I, I heard it. I, I heard it. I, I think Sean and I are having the same problems. We did not. Okay. <laughs> I didn't hear that at all. No, uh, our connection is really bad tonight for some reason. I don't. I think. I think Mike's power is so strong, and just like you know, Mike Mike has that. It it rips the starry sky asunder when he comes on the show because he's so awesome. Mike Mike has that Rick James aura. Sunshine. Yeah, exactly. Sorry, our internet connection cannot. Contain how awesome you are. It's the knickknacks, man. I have been given one gift from God. I am the most complete <laughs> podcaster in the world. <laughs> I love it. You just sound like uh, gold in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Nico. I love you, Mike. <laughs> you can just find me on Instagram and Twitter at El Jefe Del Horror. The boss. 
and uh, on Facebook, Nico Nice. Awesome. And obviously follow follow the House That Screams and Action Drunkies and the Atkins podcast as well. Absolutely. Thank you. Shaw um, <sighs> of the Dead, anything you'd like to plug? No. <laughs> okay. No. I'm so glad we waited for you to I, unmute that. <laughs> I don't. I don't have. I'm not important. Who the fuck am I? Oh, no, no, don't say that, bro. Don't say that. That's please. not true. You can Touch find me mouth. on Twitter and Instagram oh. and Rob's OnlyFans. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Best four ninety nine a month I ever spent. I listened to your uh, your episode on uh, Action Junkies, man. You're you're great. Like, yeah, don't sell yeah. yourself short, my friend. Yo, I think me... he's pretty great. I married him. Yeah. So. Oh, no. Yes, oh, shucks. Like, remember, like I sh- I showed them like uh, the when Larry and you were talking about him on the Discord after the episode premieres. They were like, yeah, that guy that you had on there. Yeah, I like him. He was cool. Yeah, yeah, that guy. You know, what I'm saying like, yeah, his name is Sean, but yeah, he's fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah when they hear cool. when they hear my just... episode, they'll be like, who's that bitch, man? What the fuck? You throw that beat cool. word. I just play one on a podcast. Uh, no, I can say bitch because it's my word. I'm a third yeah. wave feminist. We reclaim those words to use as our own. Yeah, but we we from Brooklyn. We don't take that word lightly over here. The uh, me and Mac and shit. You call us bitch and shit. We're like motherfucker. What? I'm just like I'm just going <laughs> to Call on you if you guys don't know bitch, who Todrick yeah. Call is. Yeah, uh, bitch a lot though. But yeah, Todrick Call is like you know um it's. It, He's a gay icon, but he does like music and choreography. But he's like, I'm that bitch, sis. It's my jam. So that's me. I'm that bitch, or I'm, or to go Lizzo, I'm a hundred percent that bitch. I, exactly. I I understand that, but uh, calling me a bitch and shit, don't sit lightly with me. No, shit. I didn't say call you. I, I called myself a bitch. I said you you go. You had that weird bitch on your show. You called me one earlier and shit, and I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> I don't remember calling him a bitch. You did, you did, and I didn't appreciate it. <laughs> I thought it was funny. You thought it was funny. I didn't. You didn't laugh. <laughs> well, Rob, Hold you on. have to understand where I'm coming from, and I didn't mean it. Don't like worry, that. don't worry, don't, don't, don't worry, you sis. I still, don't worry, sis. I still love you, but I don't appreciate being called a bitch. I will never call you a bitch again, and I don't remember doing it. And I'm sorry. I use that bit. I use bitch a lot, and I, I apologize. And it's not in the manner in which you took it. I'm sorry. It's all, it's all. It's all good. It's all good. I still love you. I'm not. I'm not editing any of this stuff. <laughs> it's all staying in. It's all staying in. It's all staying in. Okay, uh, Dave. Uh, I just want to keep it short because I know Sean has to edit this shit. <laughs> so I just want to. I'm gonna just listen. Uh, any of these other people who plugged previously, listen to them. And I just want to thank Sean for editing this mess down to something like, you know, fucking discernible. And like he does every single week. No shit. Every week. Sean is the goat. If it wasn't for Sean, none of this would happen. He has to edit well. out my, like, my, ice, my ice shuffling in my glass. He has to edit out my ums and uhs and what and I definitely have to say that, uh, you know, Sean is definitely um, so integral to this podcast and he's so important for so many reasons. And I'm not just saying that because I'm married to him. Um, He really, this podcast would not be what it is without him. 
and um, I really appreciate all of his hard work. Yeah. And uh, so for me, I'm the idea person. He's the, the the technical person. So it works out. I I put a lot into this podcast too myself. I do she, all the she planning. runs she runs the shit. I just do what I'm told. Yeah. The uh, uh, Candy is the brain. Sean is the brawn. Sean makes sure Thank the you. ship is run tightly, and uh, we do not like you know. I, I just want to give all the appreciation in the world to Sean. For yes. you know, having to edit this mess, this fucking yeah. Yeah, jambalaya yeah. of yeah. nonsense. Yeah, this we fucking. We keep going to add more to it. Yeah, like, this you're crazy. Guys. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm over here like rescheduling, scheduling, rescheduling. Listen, what people like take it out of movie, put in a movie. Other people right. like you know, like I, I'm constantly fucking keeping everybody on track. So yeah, I, this... I think everybody on this show works fucking hard. Yeah, this fucking boiling bo- uh, a pot of gumbo and then shit that this, right. what we call this show and shit. Sean, Sean makes it all work and shit, and God bless you, Sean. We love you. Well, I, I appreciate it, guys. You guys are awesome. I love you. I am. It's worth every second, especially when I get these awesome little clips of noises that you guys make, and then I can make... <laughs> Yeah, and he, then he I can make guys. songs out of those noises. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. Fat guy. I need to hear this. <laughs> the Iskanov oh, rap. Yeah. I need to hear the Iskanov rap. No, you got you to gotta play. You didn't want to hurt Eric's feelings. <laughs> I know. No. I wanted to hear it, though. Mac, remember, this was before Mac joined the chat. Mac's never heard the I'm a fat guy joined. <laughs> oh, it's, it's a jam. I, I got it. I'm a fat guy. I'm a fat guy. <laughs> Mike, Sean made like a 90 second fucking jam of me saying I'm a fat guy. I said I'm a fat guy once in a fucking episode. This motherfucker made a whole fucking dubstep <laughs> jam. It's like, I sweat a lot. It's the funniest fucking shit ever. I sweat a lot. I'm hot. I'm a fat guy. It's the funniest shit ever. He hasn't remixed me yet, and I think it's because he fears for his life. <laughs> I have, I actually, and Lord I knows there's plenty to remix with me. I've remixed you, and I remixed Erica when she did yep. the Iskanoff thing, when she oh, couldn't yeah. spell his name. No shit. But I, but I, I got ri- the the Erica one I got rid of because I was like, is she gonna take this the way that I wanted to take it? You know, is she gonna get upset? And that was my oh, thing man. with Rob too when I did the fat guy one. Like I sent it to him, and then I immediately was like, dude, I hope you don't take this like. You know, no, not like dissing you. You well, know, I right, would be honored. Right, if no, you, no, if like you remix me. Don't worry, you're good. Yeah, yeah it's another. That's a fellow fat guy. If you want to remix, like, we have thick skins and yeah. tummies. So. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fat girl. So, what's your remix of me? How come I don't know of this, and how come I've never heard it? Are you frightened? I didn't. I didn't um, finish it, and so I just moved on. Don't answer it, Sean. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. <laughs> it's a trap. Listen to Admiral Akbar. Saving it for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so uncomfortable now. Oh yeah. No, yeah, yeah. I think I, I. I probably think it was funny. I probably think it was funny. Probably. No, it, that means probably. that means it's not funny. That means it's, it's, <laughs> it's not funny. Now I feel like I'm at the dinner table with my mom and dad are fighting, and I'm just like, <laughs> no, keep eating, fine. Just keep eating. Don't look, don't look up. It's fine. Just keep <laughs> I just want to finish my Brussels sprouts and get the fuck out of here. 
<laughs> I have to ask real quick before we all kind of part ways, and I'm gonna like kind of switch the subject. What was everybody's oh. thoughts on the Godzilla versus Kong trailer that came out on Sunday? Because I, oh, I'm in. Like, I am fucking I got, in. I got hyped when I saw it. I, yeah. I will. Yeah, I will. Here comes I, Rob. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. I will quote uh, Mike, who uh, commented this on the the Shin Ultraman. Is inject that shit into my veins right fucking now, please. I'm not into kaiju, so. No, I'm in. Uh, I'm in. Uh, I, the, 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 the quiet down. Uh, quiet down. <laughs> oh. we, we, wow. We, we, yeah, the, the worst. The worst problem with the Godzilla versus Kong trailer is that the Shin Ultraman trailer came out a week later, or like four days later, and I am way more all about Shin Ultraman than I am yes. about Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Uh, Sh- Shin Ultraman was just like, oh my fucking god, dude. Uh, I, I cannot wait for Shin Ultraman. But the, no, that Godzilla versus Kong shit is, uh, I love Kong jumping off the fucking exploding battleship like he was Bruce Willis and Die Hard. <laughs> I, I, have, I have theories, and I'm sure we all have theories, and we're yeah. all pretty much on the same page, I think, with that theory. Oh yeah, we, me and Mike and a bunch of us uh, on the Discord. I'm pretty sure, you know, with MG, yeah, I think we're all on the same. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. We we can leave it at MG. Here's the other thing: the guy that directed it directed the motherfucking guest, so he gets a lifetime pass from me. So um, I'm I'm all in because it's an Adam Wingard movie, and yeah. yes, his last couple of movies have not been good, but he directed Your Next and the Guest. So yeah. That's yeah. all I, I'm, yeah. I'm in. He will forever get a pass. He directed the guest. We we talked about the guest already on uh, Action Junkies. He will always get a pass. The, the guest is fucking amazing. I love the guest. Bro, I've been trying to get Candy to watch. David? I've been trying to get Candy to watch the guest for like fucking uh, since for a year now. Listen, I have <laughs> I have been. You don't understand how limited my time is. Um, I have a little bit more free time right now, but like our time to watch stuff, we watch Cobra Kai. Like we we pick one thing or one movie. Um, because we watch stuff together. Now, I have been, um, because I'm more laid up now, I'm getting more and more, uh, my my spinal degeneration is so bad now that all I can do is lay around and watch movies, so I will get around to it. Um, I watched yeah. that one BR movie, and fuck that movie. Yeah. But let, but, me, uh, let me just tell you, Candy, The Guest is my Halloween movie. That's what I watch yeah. every October 13th. <clears throat> Well, I will, I will put it back on my list. Really I have good. all these, these yeah. long lists of movies, so I'll put it on there because now it looks like I'm not going to be able to do much more until this back surgery and even after than, um, than just watch movies. So. Right. There, um, there's a there's a reason why me and Mac did it for our Halloween episode of Action Drunkies. It's it's really fucking amazing. I mean, I've heard people say good uh, things, right. so I definitely need to see it. Yeah. Um, and on that note, I'm going to go ahead and do my plugs. Uh, I would like to uh, plug the Action Drunkies, of course. I would like to plug Adkins Undisputed, and hopefully we can have Mike back again uh, for a different episode. Uh, we've got a whole list I can send you. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I'm back whenever you guys want me back. You just, you, yeah, I, all you gotta do is reach out and let me know. I schedule, because we've got a lot coming up. <laughs> Okay. That that was that was actually my that was actually my fault because I, I realized oh shit I did not send Mike the fucking schedule. Yeah, That's you why have Mike the had... schedule all the way up until Halloween, Rob. Yeah, yeah. You know that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, oh send shit. Me a lot like, going on. Send me like a, a portion of. of I've got a portion of it. Yeah, but because I think I've yeah, I, I, March. Yeah, I sent a portion because 
the I cut off the episodes that were already recorded, and uh, I'm like, oh my god, it's my fuck. I'm a fucking idiot. I should have sent Mike before when it <laughs> when Katie yeah, we sent it. Yeah, we scheduled all the way up until Halloween. So yeah. that's that's what I do. Um, so we have a lot coming up. Uh, definitely, um, would like to mention uh, also again that our next uh, episode will be about the gate, uh, which is a deer nostalgia film to most of us here um you can talk to us uh or actually me because that's also what i do is i handle all of our uh social media stuff we are on facebook the house that screams we have a group on facebook the house that screams uh, you can find me candy allison smith um on facebook uh i handle our twitter which is at house underscore screams that is me um, and on Instagram, I also do the promo. I don't like to have separate Instagram accounts because that's too much fucking work. So you'll get my beauty stuff that I have to do uh, promos for. You'll also get, uh, you know, a lot of stuff about this show and uh, just some horror um, trivia, neat things I like to put on there at Candy the Final Girl. You can find me on the Slasher Horror app at Candy the Final Girl where I literally just post about uh, – our episode releases so a lot of places to find us uh but all these places that you find us you will be talking to me that's what i do if you haven't figured that out i talk <laughs> so um <laughs> on that note let's go ahead and close up shop for the night thank you guys so much for doing this episode it was really really fun and don't worry about us going off topic we always do it's uh, nothing new it's uh, not absolutely. weird at all that's what we fucking do. And you know what? People, our fans love it. Our fans fucking love it. And to our fans who are listening, thank you again for being here. Absolutely. Yes. I love you guys. 2,600 followers on Twitter, guys. Yeah. Yay. And Diana Prince <laughs> is now listening to our podcast. Thank you, Darcy the Mill Girl, Diana Prince. Um, we appreciate the, the promo that you have given us so like- much. I, I I just want to shout out. I like how she shared the fucking clip of us with. She shared the clip of us with me doing the fucking whatever face I was doing. The fucking stank yes. face. Yeah, the stank yes. face and shit. Yeah. Like, she's been, like she's of course, been, that's the clip she would fucking share. And she's been doing listening to the show and she retweets us and she shares us on Instagram stories. So, um, that's so awesome to me like i geeked out you know to have a fan like that who's somebody that i really respect um thank you so much and uh that's yeah. all <laughs> that's all i have to say <laughs> so you guys keep doing you and thank you so much all for being here i love you guys mike we're gonna have you back and everybody else you're stuck with me this is the house <laughs> of screams and i'm especially, the mommy that runs it especially sean <laughs> yeah you got it uh, all, right. all right, guys. Love you guys. Love you. Good night. Love you. Good night. Good night, night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night, y'all. <laughs>